from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carver. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys Roz, Roz and Mocha. Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, I had the most demoralizing morning this morning. Do tell. So, two things. One, I sat on the toilet and I broke the toilet seat. Oh, no. Cracked it right in half. Oh, dude. And then at that point, like, it starts to eat you. Yeah. Right? And so my flesh is in the crack of the toilet seat. Ouch. Okay? And then I become like... The crack like that you created. The crack that I created. <laughs> and then I become... Remember in Indiana Jones when he was stealing the idol and he had that bag of sand and he had to, like, get the perfect weight of the yeah. sand? So I have to figure out how to manipulate my body in order to get up off the toilet seat without taking the pressure off because as soon as I take the pressure off, that thing wants to close even more. Yeah. Right? So if I lift up right cheek, mm -hmm. then it starts pinching. Yeah. Okay? But if I lift up left cheek, it starts ripping. Are you doing everything you can to not, like, make a noise or mm -hmm. scream? Make a noise and scream. So I just, I, so I, I figured I lean back a little bit and I put some pressure on the back of the toilet seat yeah. and it opens up a little Oh, and I'm, perfect. yeah. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay. But at this point I know my day is ruined. Uh -huh. Right. <laughs> like just even emotionally, my day is ruined sure. today. And then, so I sit back and I'm like, okay. And I decide to go through my routine anyway, because I'm not going to tape up the toilet seat at four o'clock in the morning. So I decide to go through my day. My routine, which is I sit in there for about 45 minutes. I go through the news. I do. 45? Yeah. Okay. Wow. I do. Wait, is your skin still trapped in the, the crack that you created on the toilet seat? No, but I can feel it underneath, right? The gap oh. is still there. My skin oh, is now, my skin is now out, yeah. but I, but I know I can't stand up because I'm leaning too far back. So in order to stand up, I would have to lean forward. And if I lean forward, my skin's going to go back in. So I just decide at that moment to deal with that in 45 minutes. I'm going to go, I'm going to lean back. But you risk potentially getting your skin trapped in that crack again. Yes. But at the moment, I'm free. I'm a free man right uh -huh. now. So I figure I'm going to put it out of my mind for 45 minutes okay. and just go to my routine. Uh -huh. So I grab my phone, and this is when I normally just start going through emails and the news and everything else. And the first thing I see is a text from Catherine because Catherine was up late last night. She went to bed after I did. Uh -oh. And it's always weird. I'm like, why is Catherine texting me at, like, 1230? Like, it's weird. Uh-huh. And I click on it, and she sends me a link to an article. And that article simply is, Why It Pays to Be Grumpy and Bad-Tempered. <laughs> yeah. That girl knows you, huh? Soulmate okay. right there. Okay, so... I, so... Yeah, that girl knows you. So I'm fuming at this point. <laughs> like, I'm already so yeah. mad uh -huh. at myself, at, like, at the world, like, every, I'm so mad. And the then, writer of that the article? The writer of that article, like, I'm so mad, but I'm also trapped uh -huh. because I know as soon as I lean forward, 
the toilet seat's going to eat my ass again, yeah. right? So I managed to get, I managed to get up. I'm red, like I, I am like, I have a big, really? yeah, I have a big welt. Like Does I can, I can feel my jeans on the, <sighs> on the giant welt on my, on my left cheek. Like it's not now, cool, man. Did you leave man. a note for the family? Beware, toilet seat broken. No. <laughs> no, because the hope at this point is that one of them goes in the dark and thinks that they did it. That article is so true. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Jeff Bezos, huh? Yeah, at some point you got to step down and take your Did foot off the gas, I guess. I don't know. Was it news like before? What's that? He's going to become the... They're still, like, on the board. Yeah, he's the chairman of the board. Yeah. yeah. But he's not going to be the guy steering the ship anymore. No. He's the, the, the uh, guy named Andy Jass. He's going to be the new pilot. Anytime somebody or something like this happens, I'm always suspect waiting for, in a couple of days, we may find out that there's more to this story. I'm like always just what? so skeptical. I don't know. Because oh, like all, he did something wrong? Yeah. Nah, and that's no. part of the reason why he stepped believe, down. Or it could just me. be that... He's legit just stepping down for the sake of stepping down. I think yeah. because it's a publicly traded company, we would know before he stepped down if something happened. They there would be no uh, there would be no appointing him to a chairman of the board position yeah, if that if that was the case. But his New York condo, I just watched a tour of this thing on YouTube. Yeah. Eighty million dollar condo. Oh my god. There's a five thousand dollar Bentley dog bed. <laughs> oh, pennies for Bezos. Are you kidding me? Yeah. The place is the most beautiful condo I've ever seen. Yeah. It has like curvedly shapely windows. Yeah. I think that if you're Jeff Bezos, honestly, I like I think that if you live obviously you can afford a spectacular place, mm -hmm. right? Like you can it's it's all good. But I think that if you're gonna do like a house tour or you let somebody come in with cameras into your eighty million dollar condo, yeah, I think that there should be a good portion in that $80 million condo of things that are available on Amazon. I don't think that you as the head of Amazon should have a house oh. full of things that aren't available on Amazon. I think that's poor form. Right. I think it's a bad look. Well, yeah. you don't right? know. I mean, like, maybe that Bentley dog bed is on Amazon. It's, I'm telling I you. Guaranteed I, it's not. I guarantee you it's not. <laughs> oh, and the like, $21,000 foosball table. No, 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 no. See, no. this is my thing, right? See, you, you could get a foosball table on Amazon. Yes. Not that one, though. Right. I, yeah. think that, I think that you should. I think if you're the guy that runs yeah. Amazon, I think if you're the guy that runs McDonald's, you should be seen in a drive through at least once a week. Okay? I think if you're Jeff Bezos, you Ooh. should have $16 sheets that are a great man. deal. You know, prime delivery on you, you know think what Jeff Bezos is going to have thirty four dollars <laughs> sheets. Yes, I think he should. And his eighty million dollars yes, condo. Yes, I think he should. I think that he should have quite a few things in that place that are available on Amazon. Like I a really desk. do. You're right. I think yes, certain things for yes. sure. Like you want to enjoy the finer things in life, but, but also. You can't. You got to mix it up. You need like one of those laptop pillows. Yes, you right? do. That you can get yes. for eight bucks. Thank you. Order it right now and it shows up at your place at like four o'clock. <laughs> right. Exactly. He does order from Amazon. Everybody would have to order from Amazon. He can. What are you going to do? Go to the warehouse in Tennessee and pick it up? No, you order from Amazon. Yeah, of course. Do you right. think he has a special Amazon? Well, like what? Like he doesn't have to pay? Like he has like carte blanche at Amazon? No, it doesn't look like one... it if you look at his place. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even look like he's ever been on Amazon. If you look at his condo, yeah, he's like, what's an Amazon? Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay he doesn't use amazon but i think it's poor form i think that if you're going to do a tour of your condo we, uh -huh. we should all recognize 
things from Amazon in your in your place. Yeah. Appear it's like, to be the everyday person. Yeah, I got that pillow. You know what I mean? Like something Completely. something the like that. The mermaid pillow. The one yes. where you, you swipe your hand one way, Thank it makes you. one design, you swipe it the other way, oh, it's a different color. Thank you. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So when they hide the words balls. in them, where it's like glitter one way, and then you just swipe it all up, and it just reads rich as F. You know, I'm even <laughs> fine with that. Like, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. But I think that you need to have at least, I'm going to say 30 to 40% of the things in your home need to be available on Amazon. Just saying. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey. Hey, uh, is it Anastasia or Anastasia? I want to make sure I'm saying it right. Anastasia. Okay, Anastasia. Uh, What's going on with you today? Yeah, so my friend's not talking to me right now. I'm just wondering if I should give her her Christmas present or not. (laughs) (laughs) So you wrote us this, Razumoka fixed my life. I bought my friend a Christmas present. However, before Christmas, she ended up getting mad at me for something dumb and hung up the phone in my face and didn't answer my DMs after that. I messaged her last week telling her that her present arrived and that I could drop it off. She's like, yeah, I have no idea where yours is. Oh, what'd y'all fight about? Nothing. So she moved into this new place and like my friend, she falls in love with people super quick. So two weeks before she went, like moved in, she kept going to this girl's house to like watch movies with her. And every time she'd go, she'd tell me, she's like, I don't want to fall in love with this girl. I was like, so stop going and watching movies with her. Just treat her as a roommate. You're going to make things complicated for yourself. So when she messaged me, she's like, I did something dumb. I was like, what'd you do? She's like, I slept with her. And now she's saying she doesn't want a relationship. So I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like an I told her, well, good for you. Like, we talked about this. What are you going to do now? And then she hung up the phone in my face. Okay. So wait, so she moved in with a girl and then ended up hooking up with that girl. And what, yeah. the, the the girl doesn't want anything to do with her now? Or she's like, yeah. trying to fig- oh, wow, damn. And so what you said, I told you so? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. yeah, it's never a good thing to do. Now, have you guys hooked up before? Like, is this an ex of yours? No, no. Um, so you're wondering what, if, if you should try and patch things up and give her her Christmas present? Yeah, like for me, like I just think it's petty that we got into one fight and she just automatically canceled my Christmas present. Like I wouldn't do that to her, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was kind of excited for it. And like, you know, she just canceled it. And like, Wait, in so my is this present- more about fixing your, your, your friendship or more about getting the gift that you wanted? Well, if I'm being honest, like I... I really didn't want to stay friends with her. Like, I don't like her attitude when we go out. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of I'm kind of relieved she's not talking to me. But at the same time, like, it's the principle of it. Like, you don't just cancel somebody's present. What did she get you? She got me these really cute pens that I've been wanting for, like, three months now from Amazon. <laughs> okay. so, what, pens? Pants. Oh, pants. So yeah. she got you cute Amazon pants, and you want them. And I want them, yeah. But... What did you get her? What did you get her? So I got her this shirt she's been wanting, but like as a bonus in the present, I drew her a picture of me and her and I wrote her like a heartfelt note because she's been with me this year and like I've had a hard year or whatever. But you don't even like this girl. Yeah, but like she's been there with me this year. So like I appreciate her for that. Why do you you women hang out with people you don't even like? Well, I liked her at first, but then she started to become a little bit, you know. Okay, Mm. so, so you don't want the friendship, you want the pants. Sort of, yeah. Okay, oh. so, okay. Yo, what are the name of these pants? I got Amazon pulled up. I want to look them up real quick. Oh, they're like those uh, hippie pants, like those... um Harem pants kind of thing? Like... Harem pants, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Harem pants for like women. Like cool, cool see. design on them, kind of thing. Yeah, super yeah. cool, super comfy. Do you know which yeah, brand yeah. is it? The Beauty Will, the Parade, the Evershare. Christ, I don't know actually. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um, so, girl, okay. these are twenty nine ninety nine. Come on now, <laughs> yeah. you can't spend thirty well, bucks on a pair of pants like yourself. Fun. Her shirt was thirty bucks. Okay. Oh, jeez. Like okay. Okay. <laughs> I think you. Okay. I, I, if you're if you're if, if you're if you're like if you're bent because your friend ghosted you after you said I told you so when she hooked up with her roommate. I'm not saying who's in the wrong on that one because Jesus. Um, but you're not too hot to rekindle the friendship. You're just sort of you're bummed because you didn't get the the pants, the Christmas pants, right? <laughs> Well, yeah, but also, like, even if she doesn't give me the gift, I don't care. I just, like, I'm not a petty person, so I wouldn't cancel her gift. It's just the fact that she did that, too, okay. is what bothers me. Okay, you know? then, then why don't you just be the bigger person? You know where this girl lives? Yeah. Okay, why don't you just go show up and drop it off at her house like it would be Amazon? Yeah. And just leave it at that. And just, and just leave it at that. And then just wait to see whatever happens afterwards. Maybe the, right. maybe the pants show up at your house. <laughs> okay. Okay? Or maybe she looks so good in those pants that maybe the roommate takes one and takes, you know decides to change your mind about hooking up with her again. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll do that. Okay. Even with the heartfelt note in it and everything. Like that's uh, that's all that's all up to you. Okay? What'd you say in the note? What, yeah, what'd you say? I was like, thank you for being there with me this year. You know, you've been my rock and I really appreciate you. Love you. Hope you have a great year. Right. Now where's my pants? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I think you can just I, I think it's totally acceptable. You got the present already. You wrote the note. You wrote it from the heart. And I think that it is 100 percent completely acceptable to go and drop that off. And are you OK to go and drop off that gift even if she never gives you those pants? Oh, hell yeah. OK, then go and do that then. Just go and drop it off. Just go and drop it off. You want to. All right, I'll do that then. Okay. Yo, I'm looking at these pants, the ones yeah. for men. I think we'd look pretty good in these, Ross. Me and you? Yeah, like this one here yeah. looks like almost like the Versace logo. Yeah. 25 bucks, bro. I don't know oh, about the that. Best things ever. I don't the know about that ever. low crotch, though, you know? It doesn't, oh first God, of all. It like, look at this one. This one, guy looks like Aladdin. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I always look at pants and I'm just like, how would I be able to do karate in those? Oh, these absolutely. You think so? Absolutely. You think yeah. with that, with that low, with that low crotch? I've yeah. never been a fan of the low crotch. Yeah, a lot of room. For me, they look medical. When you start, when I see a guy, yeah. okay, wearing those super low crotch jogging pants, yeah. I always think there's go something going on downstairs where he got those pants at the pharmacy, like they're prescribed. <laughs> Right. Oh, no. I, I, yeah, I always I always think that there's some sort of medicinal reason to have that much room down there. What happens when you go to shoppers to pick up your prescription <laughs> pants? Do they have to go through, through, you know, like, have you ever worn these pants before? Yeah, they give you the full thing. Like, yes. they have to give you the, the printout on the Absolutely. paper? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> wear these pants once a day. <laughs> no, honestly, I was a critic of the pants, too, but, like, once I got yeah. them and I wore them, I never went back. Okay, okay. well, just go buy them yourself, girl. <laughs> I have, like, three pairs, but I wanted the one specific oh pair. But anyway. Okay, 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 okay. You're the best. We, we love you, Anastasia, okay? All right, love Okay, Have a good day. and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Uh, let me talk to you about the um, the dull men's club. The what? Okay, so. Hold on, why you t- got to talk to me about it? Okay, so I'm going to read you some of this story here. Speaking um, of dull men, welcome okay. to Devmore. <laughs> yeah. uh, meet the people named the dullest people in the world. So the dull men's club. Boring hobbies are celebrated, and the ordinary becomes extraordinary. Okay. 
<laughs> okay, so <laughs> when you go to their Facebook page, there's a whole bunch of tips and really, really great content, one of which is an instructional video on how to open a door. <laughs> um, uh, okay, and every year they put out a calendar that celebrates dull men. Okay. And women, for that matter. But it's called the Dull Men's Club. In most cases, if someone who collects something or studies something that's just not interesting, it doesn't reach any sort of level of attention. And that's why people flock to the Dull Men's Club. Some of the past people on their yearly calendar... One of them was a guy named Kevin McCoy who sent his wife the same Valentine's Day card for 35 years. I heard about this guy. Stan, Stan Hardwick was known as the Lawn Ranger, and he had enough lawnmowers to use a different one each day and kept his favorites in the living room. Oh, get out of here. Hugh Barker was the author of Hedge Britannia, who has traveled the world photographing hedges. <laughs> Your life is so exciting, bro. Uh, some people, some of the people who are on this year's current calendar, which is a woman in California who collects caution wet floor signs. Oh, stop! No, she doesn't. Uh, yeah. But they all look yeah. the same. Uh, a man in England who's a historian studying only manhole covers. <laughs> There's a guy who has a collection of vintage washing machines that exceeds a thousand. Whoa. The founder of the Telephone Pole Appreciation Society of Wales. Oh, get out of here. in the calendar. These aren't real. Are these they are. Real? Yeah, these are actual people, and they're celebrated. They do a calendar every year. Uh, but the, the, the sort of winner of this year was a guy named Johnny Meyer, and uh, he made the calendar for the first time this year for his vast collection of gas station memorabilia. Oh, stop. <laughs> so this, if you're interested, is Johnny Meyer after making his debut oh. uh, on, the, on the, the 2021 calendar of the Dull Men's Club. Dullest man, one of the dullest in the world. When I look at the crowd I'm a part of, wow, I'm so impressed with the other folks, <laughs> the other dull people. Who would have ever thought of observing the different patterns on security envelopes? These are some <laughs> extremely dull people. You need to step back some from that bright, shiny stuff and towards the dullness. And I think the closer you get to dullness, the closer you get to enlightenment. <laughs> <laughs> Studying these security patterns on envelopes wow. is one of the other guys. Do you do anything that's super dull? Like, what's your dull? What's the dullest thing you do or collect or are interested in or something that's like just yours? Do you have anything like that, Maury? Oh, I have several. Which are? I collect Hard Rock Cafe shot glasses. Right. I collect martini glasses. Right. But you don't even drink. No, I. But I have. I've spent... here's here's what makes it dull. Here's what makes it dull. This is why I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna help well, you. I have out. one martini glass here. that looks like a flamenco. I'm gonna, I'm gonna a flamenco. I'm gonna tell <laughs> you. Uh, okay, I'm gonna tell you uh, right now why this is even more dull than you think it is. Why okay. I'm more dull than I think I am. Yes. Okay. In your martini glass collection, mm -hmm. how many are there? Twenty five. Okay. And how many have you used? Oh, you can't use them. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Happy birthday, Megan. It's Raza Mocha. Thank you so much. <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. Are you wondering how we got your phone number? I am.
am going to wonder which one of either my boyfriend or my friend who sent it over to you. It was uh, your friend Marissa who sent us a note and said, Amazing. Uh, my friend Megan and I are huge fans of your podcast. We listen to it constantly and always discuss it while at work. She just celebrated her two-year anniversary of being in Canada, and it's her birthday. It would mean the world to her if you could wish her a happy birthday. Because of COVID, she's missing out on celebrating with her family in the UK. She is not able to work right now, but I am still working in the office, and I miss her terribly. And then she adds in here, um, she will use that sentence against me until the end of time. <laughs> Anyways, it would be really awesome if you would give her a call. So uh, two things, I guess. Happy birthday, Megan, and also happy anniversary on being in Canada for the past two years, Megan. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, what brought you here from the UK? Uh, I just wanted to change, to be honest. And my family have lived out here before, but I stayed in the UK, so decided it was my time to come out here. And uh, what do you do? Uh, I'm an osteopathic manual practitioner, so I'll be amazed if any of you know what that well, is. My, my eyebrows just shot so far up in my head, they're on the back of my neck right now. There's so many letters in that title. Jeez. What does yeah. it do? Um, so I'm an osteopathic manual practitioner, and it's basically a form of manual therapy, um, a bit like a cross between a physio, massage therapist, and a chiro all in one go. Can you spell that? Because I really don't think that people should do a job that they can't spell. <laughs> I can. I can spell it if you want me to. Please do. <laughs> so it's O-S-T-E-O-P-A-T-H-I-C um, and then manual practitioner. <laughs> well, I'm going to have you do practitioner as well. <laughs> P-R-I-A-T-I-C. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Megan's going to spell on her birthday. Uh, so Megan, pre-COVID, what would you have been doing uh, to celebrate your birthday? And what are you actually yeah. doing to celebrate your birthday this weekend? Um, honestly, not sure what I would. Oh, actually, I do know what I would have been doing. I was meant to be going to Mont Tremblant for my birthday. Oh. Um, so we were meant to do skiing for the weekend, um, but instead I'm pretty much doing absolutely nothing, to be honest, other than getting takeout from our favourite place. Oh, nice. <laughs> and where's that? Uh, so it's a restaurant called Community in Oakville. Oh, nice. All right, cool. Yeah. Man, that sucks, huh? Yeah, it is. But, uh, you know, that's just the way it is right now. I don't think anyone expected in 2021 to still not be doing anything. So. Yeah, I know. Well, you still got uh, great people in your life. You got a lot of people that care about you. And uh, you also have uh, your friends, the Razamoka Show, giving you a shout for your birthday. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. Have a wonderful birthday. Thank you very much for listening. Between Razamoka, who's your favorite? I have no question about this one whatsoever. And it's been the same person from day one. And it is Ross. Oh, wow. <laughs> And I'm not going to give a reason because I know Roz hates reasons. <laughs> well, no, I only hate the reason. Listen, okay, okay, okay. I'm fine. I'm fine with the reason. Yeah. But what I find is that too often uh, people say me when I'm not actually their favorite. And then when asked for a reason why, they just take that opportunity to troll me. <laughs> this right? is definitely uh, actually not one of those cases. <laughs> so you're not going to say it's because I remind you of your grandfather. I'm not going to say okay. that. <laughs> okay. So do you want another reason? No, I actually don't. I don't. Oh, you don't. I don't. Okay, no, okay. no, 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 no. Hell not no. a grandfather. Not maybe today. your dad. Maybe I, your dad. That hasn't been a good day for me anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't. laughs> Happy birthday, Megan. Love you lots. Thank you very much. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see uh, Krasinski on SNL this weekend? You know, I did not. No. SNL is one of those shows I watch. I just watch the clips the next day. Like, I don't know if I've, I don't know when the last time I actually sat down and watched. First of all, it's way too late for me. 1130? Yeah, it's way too late. What are we watching? We're catching up on uh, Your Honor. 
Oh, yeah. Where, where are you on your honor? I forgot that was on last night. Oh, God damn it. We are episode, we just wrapped up episode four. Okay. So I guess halfway of where it is in real yeah, time yeah, now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I got it's you. good. I like it, man. You do, huh? Yeah, we yeah, were going to watch Palmer with Justin Timberlake. No. But not ready yet. No. Still. No. Can't do that. But uh, nobody's talking about, uh, I mean, everybody's talking about it, but nobody brought up COVID when uh, Krasinski and Pete Davidson kissed, huh? Well, no, but they always get tested. If there's a whole I SNL know, thing. but still, that's sort of throat in the face of people. Yeah, we so, understand everybody's getting tested, but you stand there and you don't like. Did they get tested? You don't like kiss. 15 minutes before they went live, yeah, like just yeah. to be safe. I, I, I know there's there's a lot of things you can joke about, well, what, but I don't think you you need. It to was an open mouth that. kiss. Well, it still, was. A, man, it, it doesn't have kiss. to be an open mouth kiss. Um, but uh, but here's that. Did you see that? Did you see them kiss? I saw like on Twitter. So okay, okay, it's pretty good though. I got a question. Okay, yeah. Kiss Pam. <laughs> all right, none of these things are really questions though, are they? Lauren, is there something we can do about all these questions? Oh. Hey, John. Oh, hey, hi. Doing? What's good, man? Is that Pam? <laughs> uh, no, clearly this isn't Pam. This is Pete Davidson. <laughs> so I think uh, I think they really need for someone to be Pam. Really? I mean, I tried to explain to them that Pam's not actually... I think, uh, I think we gotta give them what they want, Jim. Uh, Jim, you gotta kiss Pam. Yay! That did feel good. That did feel really good. Wow, thank you, Pam. <laughs> and Krasinski's one of those guys where, for, like, no matter what he does yeah. in his career... Jack Ryan, all these other movies, like yeah, everything, yeah. he will forever be Jim Halpert. Well, Netflix re-upped all that, huh? It was they were almost out of the almost out of the office the woods. They were almost in the clear. Like two and years then, ago, yeah. And then they said and that they were going to take the office off Netflix. So you had twenty-five million people who decided to binge it again. Did you see the other skit where he had to add lyrics? To yeah, the yeah. I was going to get to that. So. Um, you love. Uh, we've talked so much about the song, the theme song for The Office, because oh. they went through a whole bunch. Like yeah. the cast and everybody was like submitting what song should be the theme song Iconic. for The Office, and uh, and yeah, he does what everybody else does, which is add dumb lyrics to it. Scranton, 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 Scranton. That where we all live and work. That's a calculator. There's twice. He's the bad guy, and the hero's name is Jim Highlighting. That's his girlfriend. That guy's on the phone, Ty Flip. Then there's me again. And Corel does the trophy thing, the <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. The uh, Oakland Airport now has a vending machine that offers up COVID-19 tests. Really? Huh? And it's the first of its kind in all of the U.S. And the test is 150 bucks, and then simple saliva test, and you send it away. So it's not the bum test? It's not the one that they have in China, no. It's not the, it's not the butt swab? No. It's just a regular saliva one. That would be you awesome. Send if it, it away through <laughs> FedEx. Imagine, and you couldn't leave the airport. So you <laughs> see everybody in the bathroom doing. 
<laughs> you know they had to have like special rooms for that, right? <laughs> I don't think they make you on the bathroom. No, if you're testing yourself, you yeah, just go no, to you're, install. You're yeah, you're testing yourself. You just get the swab out of the vending oh, machine. It's too much risk. <laughs> right. So is it a saliva? It's a saliva test. It's a saliva okay. one. Okay. So like you the just send it. FedEx, and then you have to download the app, right. and you get the results 24 to 48 hours from the time that you send it, or I guess the time that they receive it. Because it's tough for people, because right now, people trying to get home from all over, back to Canada, Yeah, um, they're in countries where the tests are taking longer to deliver results than the three days mandated before you can get onto a plane. So you have yeah. people, you know, booking a flight and getting their test done three days before they're supposed to fly and they go to the airport, but they don't have their test and they're like emailing and sitting there waiting on their phone, waiting on their phone and they're missing flights. Yeah. And they're just, they just are repeating this over and over and over and but over again. The vending machine one, you have to wait for it. You have to mail it out. Yeah. So yeah, you have to, Take it and then mail it, and then so shouldn't what? the like, vending machine be elsewhere other than the actual airport? I I, I don't know because I guess right now, as it stands right now, no matter where you are in the world, when you whatever place you land in, you're supposed to quarantine for X amount of fourteen days, right? right? Like mandatory. Yeah. But this test is so that you can prove that. You're okay to not quarantine. No, for but the one in the vending because... machine, you have to mail away and wait two days for it to come back. So you are you sitting in the airport waiting two days? No, no, no. You can go home or to your hotel or wherever. Yeah. You're supposed to quarantine, right? So you take the test, you send it out. So wherever right. it is that you're quarantining, right? You stay there, keep it's, your ass it's, there. It's more for people who are landing in airports, not for people who but are taking off. No yeah. one's talked about a saliva. Like usually, it's up your nose. Like doing it the way they do yeah. the ancestor thing with spitting. Yeah, there's there's a there's a bunch of different tests. There's yeah. a, there's a I think there's a blood test too that they're that they're working on. But uh, but yeah, you have the in the nose the the butt test. Which, which I don't know if they're going to bring that here. What, the butt so? test? Yeah. It depends on how accurate it is. Believe me, if the butt test became the most accurate way to test for COVID, it would all, everything would be butt swabs. Everything would be oh, butt swabs. It'll be here. Everything would be butt I'd swabs. I'd rather quarantine for 14 days, guys. <laughs> you would. Yeah. Then, then get a butt swab? I think so. Really? You would rather sit in a hotel room alone for 14 days rather than get a butt swab? Okay, like, how? Oh. <laughs> I don't know, but they go in the nose real far. I know. Right? Like, that, so that's my question, because from what I know of the nose swab, right? Yeah. That swab? Yeah, yeah. That's but not a regular you know, swab. No, no, no. Right? And just, that's and just a like, long ass it is. swab. And just, and just like the nose swab, though, like, and that's why a professional has to do it, or that's why somebody else has to do it, because if you if you had to do the nose swab, you would never stick it in far enough for it to matter. Absolutely right? not. Like, no. that's the thing. Like, you, you would never do that to yourself. That's why you have to allow somebody else to do it. And I imagine it's the same way with the with the butt swab. Wait, you know, like, I would just sort of put it around yeah. the area. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, close enough, close like enough. Tickle. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tickle swabs don't count, by the way. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Happy Groundhog Day. It's the Roz uh, and Mocha uh, Show. Uh huh. Happy Groundhog Day. It's the Roz and Mocha Show. Oh, here we go. Happy Groundhog Day. It's the Roz and Mocha Show. Did you say it's Groundhog Day? I uh, no. did not. It's Tuesday. What He's is a groundhog's favorite color? Oh, my God. We're doing Groundhog Day already. Uh, what is a groundhog's Gray. favorite color? Mahog, mahogany. Mahogany. Cause hog. Gotcha. What okay, color is mahogany you. anyway? Like it is a, a like dark, a... Uh, dark brown. Huh. Yeah. With it's, a little bit of hints of uh, red. Uh, mahogany is like. Um, it's a very expensive wood. Yeah, it's it's like. Uh, 
What's the word I'm looking for? Like wealthy grandma banister wood. Oh. <laughs> Mahogany is yeah. my favorite wood, by the way. Yeah. Morning what? 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 What'd you say? Huh? My Morning f- is your favorite How's wood? that? <laughs> why is it why is coronavirus like groundhog day? Oh hey now. Come on, man. I don't know it's if you pandemic. can make COVID COVID jokes, bro. Why? Uh, if you stick your head out outside and encounter another person, you get six more weeks of quarantine. If you what? If you stick your head out outside? <laughs> if you stick your head outside. If you stick your head up your ass, you get what? <laughs> six more weeks of quarantine. Gotcha. Okay. okay. What did the French groundhog see when he woke up? A baguette. No, his chateau. Oh. <laughs> What's really good? Okay. I'm barely like, it's like the best joke ever. <laughs> Say it again then more. <laughs> For the in case people missed it. Like, do you get it? Yeah. Huh? Just 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 say it again. Well, what did the French groundhog see when he woke up? What? His chateau. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's so funny. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> what did the groundhog's trainer tell him before the Olympics? Train harder. No. Go for gold. Yeah, go for gold. Go for gold. That's all I got. Oh, okay. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do this one one more time, please? Yeah, Absolutely. go ahead. Okay. Uh, what did the French groundhog see when he woke up? What? A baguette. No, his chateau. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> Groundhog Day, everybody. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Maury put a song in there for you that I want you to. Uh, it's from the Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Did you see this? So mm. the story goes that Jimmy Fallon was in a hardware store while he was still shooting the show from home. Mm-hmm. And he was walking around the hardware store and he heard a song and he shazammed the song. Okay. <laughs> and it was a song called Swingin' by Thad Cockrell. And he really liked it. And the song goes like this. track yeah. very retro feel to it yeah I like it. yeah so nobody had ever heard of this song before uh-huh. and jimmy shazam did and then jimmy got a hold of thad and invited him to come on the tonight show and play the song with the roots mm-hmm. which he did oh great and the next thing you know thad wrote jimmy kimmel this I'm sending, sorry, Jimmy Fallon. He said, I'm sending Jimmy Fallon my therapy bill. He broke my mind. Jimmy shazammed my song in a hardware store and invited me to play on The Tonight Show with The Roots. Now the song is number one on iTunes. Oh, wow. Is it really? Yeah. Holy. Yeah, the song went to number one. Above Blinding Lights. Above everything else. 
Yeah. All because all Jimmy because heard the song, he heard Shazammed a, it, invited yeah. him to play with the Roots. Exactly, yeah. And he heard, had him on the show. Yeah, it's incredible. He, yeah, he heard the song. I love stories like he that, He heard the man. song in a hardware store, man. and this guy was, like, already looking for new things to do in life. Yeah. Yeah. What was this, like, his last, kind of, like, his last yeah, shot? Yeah, I think so. I'll put it out in the universe, yeah, see what happens. Yeah, yeah, I think I it was, I think it was one of those, like I think that. it was one of those things. Yeah. Where, and then all of a sudden, you know, you hear, like, it's crazy, man. It's nuts. Yeah. Like, you know, Jimmy Fallon walked around a hardware store during COVID. Shazam's your He's song. Minding his own business. Like, he didn't even have to Shazam it. Like, that's the thing. It's like, you know, there's a, there's so many times where I hear a song that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm too, I got too many things in my hand. I got too much stuff going on to, to bring out Shazam. Shazam is such a great tool. It's a oh, really yeah, wild tool. Roxy was singing into Shazam last week. Yeah, it's trying, great. Trying to find a song. It's crazy how the uh, how the tech has advanced so much. Yeah. You can just start singing a couple of words and the, the app will be like, yeah. yeah <laughs> no I, know, problem, I know, I know, I know. There's a link. Yeah, it's really wild, but that's that's what happened. So uh, if, you're, if you're wondering where this guy came from, because the song's everywhere right now, uh, Thad Cockrell, uh, the song is called Swingin'. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. New WandaVision episode is out today. Oh, right. Disney Plus and over on Apple TV Plus. I got to brace myself. I don't know if I'll be able to watch it this weekend as much as I want to. But that new Justin Timberlake Palmer movie is out. Oh, right, right, right. And when I watch it with the kid, right? Yeah. When I watched the trailer with my wife, she started bawling. God, who wants to do that to themselves? And that was only like a two and a half minute trailer, too. No, no, can't. I know I'm not. In, I can't get in that headspace right now. I don't want to sit and cry. I know, right? No. But it's JT. That's no, my guy. No, no, thank you. I'm not giving up tears for JT. I'll tell you that much. No, not at no, all. No, I'd who give would up. Would you give up tears for? I'd give up tears for Matthew McConaughey. I think we could all agree on that. But not, not JT. Not no. right now. No, maybe at some point. But I'm not giving up tears on JT. I'm not. This I'm may not be the one for night. me. This may be the one for me. Yeah. With JT, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd give up. I'd give up tears for. I'd give up tears for Julie Roberts. Oh, pff, agreed. I'd. Uh, who else would I give up tears for? It's interesting, but not JT. He's not worthy right now for me. I got too no, much other stuff going on. Not at all. You want to cry? No, I wouldn't give up tears for Ryan Gosling, Maury. Not Ryan Gosling no, either, huh? No, no. Channing Tatum? <laughs> Channing, now we're going downwards. <laughs> Not even Channing? No. Oh, what's the other movie? Um, oh, God. It no. came out last week, and I... Oh, my God, what is it? Um, we talked about it here. Hold on, hold on. No. I'm going to get the name of it. Um, but I, the trailer for this movie almost... Um, the Brought trailer almost made you cry? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, I can't do that. It's I'm, the I'm, new I'm Jason Siegel. Oh, I'm my not, God. We were I'm talking not, about it here. Nah. It was uh, Jason Siegel and Dakota Fanning. Oh, the, the, the friend Affleck. movie, the cousin, the friend, we the best friend. This is my friend. Yeah, you are my yeah. friend. No, I'm not giving up tears for Casey Affleck either. That one, uh, no. that movie right there, I still no. haven't been able to bring myself to watch it yet. No, not doing that. No, thank you. There's not a lot of people right now that I give up tears for. Huh. So you need something with no tears. Yeah, I'm just going to listen, man. I guess we can uh, all... Yeah, it's called Our Friend, that movie. Yeah. I'm not giving up tears for Our Friend. So then no. I guess this weekend we're all in agreement. Scarface <laughs> it is? I'm not giving up tears for Scarface either. Pacino? Hell no. Oh, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer, though. I'd give up tears for Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. A lot of people were expecting music from. I know 
everybody's been waiting on Rihanna. Drake got delayed. But what about JT? Are you excited for this? Absolutely. If JT comes out with new stuff. Yes. So on Friday, he was on with Fallon. And you know that those two are super tight, right? Like, That's friends. It's more than an interview at, the, at this point. So listen to what uh, JT has to say about new music. Can we say... Is there a possibility that it, there's going to be a new Justin Timberlake album in the works? Let's go with yes. I mean, I've been in and out of the studio uh, working on stuff, and uh, um, I played you a few tunes. Let's just tell them. I played you a few tunes. I'll just say, uh, <laughs> dude, I cannot. I cannot <laughs> wait. How do you have the patience to just not just go, yeah, just listen to all this. Just get it out. Like how it's just like you got to be zen. Because uh, they're good songs. Oh, thanks, man. I, I, um, I don't know. I, I mean, listen, I sat on mirrors for like four or five years. Oh, jeez. Isn't that crazy? almost got to the point where I was like, what was that song we did? And, really? And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think I just take my time. To, maybe that's my barometer that if I still love them as much after time goes by, then uh, hopefully people will after they hear them when time goes by. You've collaborated with, with, I think, everyone at this point. Uh, is there anyone <laughs> that you haven't worked with yet that you'd love to get in the studio with? Kendrick is on top of my list. Kendrick, Travis Scott. Wow. Look at that. Can you believe he I'm sat down. on yours for five years? And that's a, such an incredible song. I don't know how. I, I, and I'm with Jimmy Fallon on this one. I don't know how you can do that. I think Because especially the way everything changes, especially the way music changes yeah. and tastes change and trends change, the fact that you can sit on something for four or five years and have it come out and still be and Make minor, minor tweaks or whatever, yeah. right? It's wild I guess to me. For, for some of these artists, because they write so much and they're recording so much that maybe it was just too much at the same time. Right, you hear it over and over and over. You sing it over and over yeah. and over, and then after a while, you're like, "Well, is this even working?" Yes. You start doubting yourself. Yeah. And then you shelve the project, and then you go back to it five years later, and you re-listen to it, and you're like, "Yeah, you know what? Actually, this is a really good song. I'm gonna change a couple of things, but yeah. this is a banger right here." It's wild, and I know we were just talking about Rihanna as well, and uh, I was reading that um, Peter Berg, the director is in Barbados right now with Rihanna working on the documentary. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah, so look for that. No, but, no, it's not the record. But, but not working you know. on the album. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, Sean, what up? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? What's up, guys? Um, here uh, is what Sean texted us. Legit question. Is it wrong to schedule a delayed text message to your significant other just saying good morning or have a good day. Hold on a second here. Wh- what? So you want to yeah. be able to send your what? Your your girlfriend, your wife, your husband, who? My wife. Your wife. Okay, so you want to send her a text message, but like schedule it to send it to her later in the day? Yeah, would it be wrong to do something like that? Like okay. we both have really busy days. Uh-huh. Everyone's busy. I'm just curious. Like, would you find sending a delayed message of, hey, good morning, to be like, no, nah, that's not cool. Don't do that. Hold on, hold on. But you can't schedule can you... a text yes, like you that. Can. You can How? totally schedule a text. What kind of phone are you using? So, uh, I'm using a Google Pixel. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I have an iPhone. Roz has an iPhone. 
So I don't know how to do it on okay. iPhone, but you can schedule using Google Pixel. You can you can use any Android phone and schedule a text message. I think that you can schedule a text message. First of all, I didn't even know this technology existed. Um, but I think that you can schedule a text message as long as you're up front that you schedule the text message. I think if it's four o'clock in the afternoon and your wife gets a text that says, hey, love, it's 715 when I'm writing this now, but I'm sending it at four o'clock because that's the part of the day where I'm usually stressed and think about you. So I just wanted to let you know at my worst time of the day that I love you. Ooh, pro tip. Okay. I don't, think you can, I don't think at 7.15 you can go schedule that text to go at 4 o'clock and then put your phone down, put your phone away, and then, you know, figure it's going to send anyway, so whatever. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't want, I don't want it to be like you're forgetting about the person. Yeah, no, I actually think it's a lovely gesture if you're upfront about it. What if the text is, I'm um, just leaving the office right now, see you soon, but okay. you really left long ago. <laughs> okay, okay, so what if it's a lie then, right? Yeah. Like, no, that's then that's wrong. That, that's, that's, mean, yeah. If you want I don't know, man. Like, like, you can't. Can't, Sean, like in your day, you don't have, you say you're, you're extremely busy. You don't have 30 seconds in a day to pull out your phone well, sometimes you don't. and send it. Yeah, absolutely. You do. Sometimes you, you don't. don't have 30 seconds in your day to send your wife a text just to say, Hey, love you. Thinking about you. No. Oh, I could find the time, but there's days I forget. Yeah. Like there, the problem is this, is that sometimes you have 30 seconds in a day, uh-huh. but during that 30 seconds, the idea of grabbing your phone and writing that isn't what's going through your mind at that time. Right? Like I get, I get that. I really do. And what phone are you using? Maury wants to know. Boy's <laughs> <laughs> gonna switch over to Android yeah. quick. He's gonna be like, "Yo, I love Android oh, so much. Oh, I love it so yeah, much, the, guys. The, the technology, guys, the best, guys." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Sean, have you done this yet? Have you sent the the delayed text message? I have not. Oh, okay. Wait. So you just like. Wanting to know what we think to justify the fact that you want to start doing this? I didn't say I want to start doing it. I just wanted to know what your opinions were on it. But, no, I just saw the feature recently. I guess it must have just come out recently as a feature on the phone because... I know for my phone, I haven't had it, but I know other Android phones oh, have had it. Gotcha. Yeah. No. Listen, man. I think that uh, I think that if you're upfront about it, I think that it could come off sure. as a really sweet gesture. But if it's a way to trick no. the significant other, then I would say absolutely no. not. No. Trick no. or to lie. What's that, Maury? You can do it on iPhone. You can do it on iPhone. There's an app called Delayed Message iMessage or something. It's an app. Okay. Where you sign in and then you type what you want and it'll send it for you. Right at whatever time you want it to. That's right. God, now you got apps on apps just to yeah. like no to for micro trickery. to, 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 to micro cheat. The more you already downloaded it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did absolutely. He yeah, signed yeah. up for the monthly yeah. subscription. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Thanks, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Claire and Dale, Dale and Claire, Claire and Dale, Dale and Claire, Claire and Dale. Dale Are they back Claire, together? Claire and Dale, Dale and Claire. No, oh. uh, but for a relationship that was so short-lived, I mean, it started off with them, I think, spending a total of six days together on The Bachelor. I know yeah. it worked out to two weeks in TV time, but I think it was actually six days. Uh, they fell madly in love. That happens. Uh, but then they broke up, and then it's just been messy, and I don't know. Anyway, so they're both they're, they're, they're both now speaking out publicly, and Claire did a very long video uh, talking about how she's been hearing a lot from fans, and they've been able to relate to her and what she's going through. Uh, this is what, a little bit of what Claire had to say. That, honestly, is one of the main reasons why I chose to go on The Bachelorette, to be honest, is because I wanted to show you guys my idea of love is. 
my idea of love and to be loved is to have all of our that we go through, all the stuff that we experience in life, um, whether it's whatever you want to call it, like baggage, experiences, traumas, whatever we go through, whatever we carry with us, show up with it and to know that all that in because of all that, in spite of all that, like you are loved and you will be loved by the right person for all that you bring to the table, whether it's the good, the bad, everything that we bring to the table, the right person is going to love you for that. And I know it starts with loving yourself first and creating your own happiness first um, and loving yourself for everything that you bring to the table. Okay. That's a lot. That's a, they don't know how to live a life that's not drama. You know mm. what I mean? Like they're so used to, like they don't deal with a breakup. They do break up. You know what right. I mean? Like they do a breakup. And this is how you do a breakup in Bachelor World is like everything is just so just talking heightened. around in circles too. Yeah. And, and Dale who, you know, again, like they, they should have just at this point you're living your own life. Like you're just, yeah. and, and, and I, I understand that there's interest, but these long, like heartfelt, broken sort you know, declarations on social media. So here's Dale. The situation with Claire, it's sucked, you know? <laughs> and I think everyone looks for a right answer, a right way to handle these things. Someone for guidance. <laughs> and they're really losing on, you know? I'm like shaking right now. I've, you know, I, I think a good message for, for everybody, you know, and this has been a learning experience for me as someone who's, like someone who's had to provide for everybody all the time, for friends, family. And if I was hurting, not even having an option to keep going or oh, to stop. Please. And just having to keep going Man. for everyone else and trying to move forward each and every day. It's rocked me. And, and I felt so many emotions, so much guilt, but also so much confusion, so much hurt. So See, they're all just like competing for sympathy. Well, for here's the thing: is that he he at the beginning of all this, he wasn't playing by the rules. He wasn't doing a breakup. So yeah. if you remember, he dipped and then immediately sent out a, a statement on Instagram, being like, "Hey, man, it didn't work out. Okay, I'm gonna live my life. She's gonna live her life. Respect her privacy. All good." And then, boom, he was in New York City. He, he did it wrong because that's not how you're supposed to do it in Bachelor World. In Bachelor World, you're supposed to do this. Right, like yeah. you, there was no tears, there was no emotion. Yes, you got to stretch it out, man. So what? He put out his video statement after I don't or before? Know. Well, I don't know. Claire. Could have been before. Could have been after. It's inevitable at this point because after? it was after. It was, it was, after. was after. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Man. So this is this is now. You can only. You can't. You have to do it right. Yeah. And at the beginning of this, he didn't do it right. He just treated it like a regular breakup. Hey, my God, I'm sorry. It didn't work out. You're not you know, a regular guy anymore. No. So this is what yeah. you have to do. That's why he erased that original thing. He did. He wasn't doing it right. <sighs> you got to cry. Like you got to go on. This is what you do when you're in that machine of bachelor world because if you don't cry there's no chance you're going to get the shot at being the bachelor yeah and now everything he's doing is to build the sympathy as opposed to the guy that dumped claire now you have to be these sort of you know broken hearted 
sympathetic character. Yeah, I made a mistake. Yes. Or please. we made, we yes. didn't I tried so hard. Out. Yeah. I, there's so much expectations on me. People are mean. This yeah. is how you become the bachelor, yeah. right? And, and that's now, I'm, now I'm here looking for love. Thank you. Thank well, what you. What about his real estate girlfriend? Allegedly. What, a, what about her? Allegedly. I don't know. She'll probably show up as one of the 20. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, probably. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Mm-hmm. Chances are you've heard Olivia Rodrigo driver's license because it's literally everywhere now. And currently working on an album, but also starring in High School Musical, the musical, the series on Disney+. Plus. Yes, sir. So she's got a massive fan base already, and her fan numbers are going up because of this song. So we caught up with Olivia Rodrigo yesterday. Massive song. And one of the things we started off with was when you look at the success of driver's license, we wanted to know from her, like, what her reaction is to the fan reaction to the song, and Mm. if stuff like that crosses her mind when she's writing new music? Like, does that play a factor? Yeah. Um, I guess I, like, try not to write songs with other people's opinions in mind. It just, like, messes with me, yeah. and I, like, write badly. But I always loved this song so much. And uh, after I, like, finished writing it and uh, got it produced, I would, like, drive around in my car and, like, listen to it sometimes when I was feeling sad because I, like, it just so perfectly captured how I was feeling at this, like, moment in my life. And so it always, like, really resonated with me a lot. And, um... So I, I guess at the end of the day, that's like all I could have done. You know, I just made a song. Yeah. That I, I just like, you know, you put it out into the universe. And at that point, it's not yours anymore. It's like everyone else's. And when a song is as massive as Driver's License is, it's hard not to be inundated with all the information every mm-hmm. single day, right? Mm-hmm. The streaming numbers are going up every single day. The YouTube views are going up every single day. Her DMs are blowing up every single day. And like... At 17 years old, when you have this number one smash that has taken over globally, like, do you pay attention to all of those numbers? Do you want to know what it's doing today on every single streaming platform compared to the day before? It's like so exciting for me to see that. And, but like, on the other hand, like, I truly cannot wrap my head around it. Like, I look at the numbers. that's too big of a number. That doesn't make any sense. Like that's like, it like doesn't compute in my mind sometimes, but it's been just so exciting. And I I don't know. I I think the coolest thing is to see it like really affecting people in the real world. Like it's, it's one thing to like see the numbers in the charts, but like to have my friends text me and be like, I'm getting a burrito right now and they're playing it in Chipotle. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's so cool. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just been, it's been so surreal. I had, I had no expectations for this song, but like even my highest expectations could not have, you know, been this. So. And I don't know if you guys remember when Olivia Rodrigo, when the song driver's license went to number one and she was up there with names like The Weeknd and mm-hmm. Taylor Swift and Billie Eilish, right? Mm-hmm. You're this 17-year-old, not unknown, but new artist to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? No, no, for sure. For sure. Um, you know, she tweeted or she put on Instagram how excited she was, and then Taylor Swift reached out almost immediately and replied publicly wow. on her Instagram page. And then it got us thinking, like, okay, so if Taylor Swift replied, who else is like either DMing you or publicly trying to get in touch with you? Right. Like what other superstars that you look up to are now reaching out? 
Billie Eilish DM me the other day and said that she loved it and that she was really happy for me. So that was insane because she's just such an icon and I, I look up to her in so many ways. Um, Lord, Lord doesn't have Instagram, but Lord's sister DM'd me and said that Lord likes the song. So I was like, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I know she's a little, little back end there, but um, I'm obsessed with Lord and so inspired by her also, and especially in this song, I was like really inspired by her. So um, that was surreal. Um, Demi Lovato DM'd me yesterday. Like it's just crazy wow. who I've looked up for, uh, looked up to for so long. Kind of like it's crazy to think that they're like my peers now like that yeah, of course you're on that level now right her life completely changed that's olivia yeah. rodrigo uh talking about her song driver's license and just how things have have completely taken off and and taken over now um her birthday is coming up on feb 20th how old and she's gonna be 18 oh my god right a big a big age yeah. especially if you're you're in the states right a big age to celebrate but she can't celebrate last year she was able to celebrate turning 17 yeah because it was right before the lockdown. Yeah. This is her first, uh, she's like. It's big 18. That's a right? big one. Yeah. yeah. And this is her first COVID birthday. So what were the plans? What are the plans? Like, what's going on? So it's my 18th. So it's a big one. So I wanted yeah. to do fun, but like, I don't know what I can do. I was always going to say, like, I always said that I was just going to go to the store and buy a lottery ticket. But I think the plan now is to get, I was going to get like a tattoo or a piercing. And I was like, I don't want to get a tattoo. So I'm just going to get a second ear piercing, but I can do it now. <laughs> So that's what I'm going to do on the 18th. But then had to ask about the tattoo. Because yeah. if you are going to go down the road of a tattoo, especially your first tattoo, yeah. what do you get, Olivia Rodrigo? I don't, like, I don't know if I am going to get one. I'm like debating. Um, I wanted to get one with my best friend, who is like, a, we're both like huge Swifties. And Taylor yeah. Swift has um, like 13 on her hands. Like when she did like the Fearless tour, she like had like 13 on her hand. And so we wanted to get like little baby 13 somewhere on our hand. Like, oh, that's for, sick. Yeah, for, this is like a Taylor Swift tattoo. Like, I don't know if that makes me too much of a crazy fan. Like, I don't know if I can like go that far, but um, yeah. So that, that was my one idea, but I don't think that it'll happen anytime soon. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo, biggest song in the entire world. Yeah, man. Driver's license. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, oh, Dan Moore, get in here for a sec. I wanted to show you guys this. Shouldn't have you remember run. when you bought those Lady Gaga Oreos? Yes. That you had to special order from the States. Yes. Lady Gaga partnered with Oreo and came out with her Chromatica colored Oreos where the cookie was like, I think, green and then the cream inside was pink. They were kind of stale. And we tried them on the show. And yeah. They like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'd yeah. rather have a regular Oreo. Half yeah. my cookie and one of them was missing. It was missing the bottom cookie. Yeah. So, Dan Mori paid five, 50 bucks. Yeah. US. Yeah. Did that include shipping or no? It did. Okay. Does that make it better? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can't get these in Canada at all. You cannot. So, Kayla Akosua, who listens to the Ron Zamoga show, her entire family listens. And Kayla listens from Texas and heard us talking about the Lady Gaga Oreos and how Devin Mori spent 50 bucks. Yeah. Kayla DM'd me a picture. She went to the grocery store and she was like, come on. Look at this shelf full oh my of gosh. Lady Gaga cookies. Oh, my God. Full. Yeah, it's full. Look at this shelf, Maury. What's the price? <laughs> okay, here's the kicker. So, yeah. damn it, Maury paid 50 U.S. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, I what? can't get it in Canada. No. I'm not like Kayla. Yeah. I can't go to the mart. Okay. Okay. There are 
like I can't even tell you how many oh hundreds of containers of Oreos. Yeah, three dollars and sixty seven cents. Yeah, yeah. U.S. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's yeah. nothing you no, could say well, that's going to make it better. Is there? No, well, no, no there is. Like, what? is she sending me some? No, no, absolutely not. Oh, so then what's the point? So, and also the the fifty dollar container of Lady Gaga cookies you got. Was yeah. it like four in them? It was like, I think, I think it was six. I think six. it was six. six. Uh, yeah, so yeah, this yeah. pack that Kayla sent in yeah. this photo, um, I think it is... It's like a full box. There's like 25 or something yeah, yeah. in here for $3.67. Yeah. Okay, but can I just say something? Yeah. Two things, actually. Um, go ahead. There was the convenience of just paying $50. Excuse me. The convenience <laughs> of paying $50 for six cookies that you had to order from America and wait for FedEx to deliver them. <laughs> And then you had to sign for them. What in what is abs like? What is convenient about that? All I had to do was click, click. No, 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 no. But what is convenient about that? Oh, just that I was able to find them and I was able to just get them. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, but Which could be said just say... about. You could say the same thing about herpes. <laughs> <laughs> herpes is you know free. What I mean? But you know what I mean. Uh, uh, you know, it's relatively easy to get. Okay, the other thing I was going to say is, once it? I committed, yeah. there was no turning back. Again, I guess also it's herpes. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Much like herpes. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show, Mel. How are you? I'm well. How are you guys? We're doing good. So, what's up? Good. I need some help with the talk. Ah, the talk. Yeah, you were to say, Ross Mocha, fix my life. I have two kids, uh, ages 11 and 7. Your 7-year-old son has started to ask where babies come from, and I've always told him that Storks delivered him to us, even though he's seen pregnant pictures of me. He hasn't put two and two together just yet. I'm wondering if you already had the talk with Roxy, and if so, uh, what was your and Catherine's approach? So what does the 11-year-old think? Um, she did give him uh, an advice that um, cuddling is involved, but that's pretty much as far as it went. Cuddling is involved in making babies. Cuddling, Okay, yes, and that's what she told him. Okay, so what is your reluctance to be honest? Um, I don't think I... There's no in, uh, intent of not being honest. I think I want to try to maintain their innocence. Yeah. So I'm kind of in no rush to give them all that information. Mm. But I, wouldn't you rather them hear the information from you than to learn it from, let's say, online or have uh, other kids in their in their class talk to them about it? I guess, but I guess I'm just not um, comfortable or yeah. haven't had that experience with my own parents since I did grow up in a very conservative household. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like my parents didn't sit me down and uh, had that talk with me. Oh, yeah, you and me both, Mel. No talk. <laughs> no talk from Vernon's Arena at no, all. No, nothing. Huh? No, I, everything I learned was from... The streets. From Yeah, the streets yeah. and my friends. Uh, okay, I'll That's say... Right. Same here. I will, I will say this. The one, thing you, the one thing you can't do is you can't lie. Okay, mm-hmm. so there, there's no stork. There's no stork story. Those words should never even come out of your mouth when you're talking to a child. The truth is the world that you have to live in. However, when it comes to the truth, it doesn't have to be the whole truth. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I, yeah. I would say that the best way to approach these things is to ask your kids 
what they know and ask your kids what questions they have instead of sitting them down because they see a pregnant woman they don't know what happens and if you sit a kid down and you tell them everything right away like all 100% from start to finish you're going to blow their minds okay um so, <laughs> so I, I would true. i would i would feed off i would feed off their curiosity kids are very curious and yeah. i would ask your kid you know well what questions do you have where do you think they come from and then answer yes or no and then you can give you can fill in details but you can't lie okay you you got to mm-hmm. tell them the truth although the truth it doesn't have to be the entire truth it can evolve over time where the more questions they have i just think that the healthiest place to be in a household is to establish an environment where if they are curious and have questions they can come to you and you're going to give them a straight answer makes sense makes sense totally. well, and you know what mel to be honest with you your 11 year old mm-hmm. probably knows more than she's telling you. I'm pretty sure. I asked her how she found out. She's like, oh, the kids at school talk about it. Yeah. So, so hey, wait a second. So, with you, are you talking to your 11-year-old about puberty and stuff? Um, yes, I am. You are? Okay. Oh, okay. So she start, yeah, she has started to develop, so yeah. Okay, so you're talking we to her like... have an open relationship. Okay, oh, okay so, so so you guys are having conversations about periods and all that other stuff too, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. Okay, so you know how to have those conversations with kids. I do. I do. But just in that department, I'm not so comfortable. Right. I would. Yeah, I, I would. Um, one, I would rely on their curiosity and their questions. And I would sort of live in a world of truth, although it doesn't have to be the entire truth. And I would build a relationship where if they have questions and if they are curious, they will always come to you because they know that they're going to get an answer. Okay. And, and and start and start there, but you can sit them down and say, "All right, listen, you know, what do you what do you know? What do you think?" And then they're probably going to mm-hmm. have a little theory, right? And it's probably going to yeah. be hysterical, and you're probably both going to have a laugh about it. And then you know, but then that breaks up the uh, the tension. It eases yeah, everything, yeah. right? And then you're going to have That's to. That's true. And then you're going to have to say the word penis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and not to scare you, Mel, but I think I knew everything when I was in like sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. My daughter is in sixth grade. Yeah. yeah and that yeah. was just from talking with friends. But boys are more open, I think, and more vocal. Yeah. And I'm sure that he has, I'm sure he has questions. You just have to let him, you just got to let him ask them. And, and, if, yeah. and, if, and if he's way off or if he's too shy, then you got to get it out of him. Like you, oh. you, you have to be the, you got to be the adult in the room here and you got to initiate these conversations because there is no way that they're not curious and there's no way that they don't have their own theories. You got to, you got to let them trust you. You know what I mean? That's what it comes yeah. down to. They they got to be able to rely on you for things like this because you're the one that's got to help them get through the world. That's true. You're right. Does that help, Mel? Oh, for sure. Totally. Thank you, guys. All right. You're All right. No bro. more storks. <laughs> no more storks. Stop <laughs> telling your kids about storks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the It's That's it for the day. Yes. <laughs> I won't be telling them that anymore. All right. I, See, thought, I, thought, is... I thought babies came out the butt. <laughs> with a stork right could they still then deliver a baby bring you a baby when there's like a massive snowstorm i guess not yeah and like does the stork put the baby in you like how did you explain that oh nothing i just said oh the the, the storks delivered them to you but they, they like they drop it at your front door or like and they sneak in in the middle of the night and they <laughs> there's an insertion like how does like there's a little drop box. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. You know See, what? Complicated. Yeah, that, it's very complicated. <laughs> Once you, you're going to tell one lie, and next thing you know, you're like, you got to tell a thousand lies just to cover up that one lie. That's true. That is true. That is so true. Right. Yes. yes. Thank you so much, you guys. Got it. Bras and mochas fix my life on Kiss.
Did you yeah. hear about these uh, crazy parties that were happening at this condo unit in Vancouver? No. Past couple of weekends now? No. Yo, nuts. Vancouver police say they issued more than $17,000 in fines and arrested a 42-year-old Ooh. man at a condo penthouse allegedly operating as a, quote, makeshift nightclub. <laughs> and a ton of people, a ton of people who are at this party over the weekend yeah. were arrested and taken out by the cops. This happened um, on Richard Street, by the way. Police say when they attended the property on Sunday, the penthouse was, quote, packed with people and appeared to be running as a nightclub or a show lounge. Officers found 78 people inside the three-level apartment and none of them wearing masks. There were menus, tables, point-of-sale terminals, and t- cash registers yeah. all set up. This is really late in COVID to be doing that. This is all stuff that we had at the beginning mm-hmm. of the first lockdown. I know. When rich people were turning their mansions into casinos and people were partying in storage lockers. I know. There could potentially be charges under the criminal code, for example. They may face additional fines for violating health orders where the penalties can run up to $10,000 and one year in jail. Yeah. The venue operator could also face penalties for operating a venue without a liquor license. And it's the same building police had to go to last week, like the weekend before, following a tip about a 100-person party (laughs) at the penthouse. (laughs) That night, police issued $2,500 in fines. Uh, Good. To top it all off, this guy that was throwing this party at this condo unit yeah. In Vancouver, who's been doing it more than once. Right. He actually had a doorman standing outside the unit. Yeah, listen, man. With a ticker. Yeah. Was wearing, like, protective vest. Yeah. And, like, wads of cash. Yeah. Yeah. I guess to handle, I guess there's, like, a door. Sure, man. Whatever, right? If you're going to do fee. it, if you're going to do it, it's to pay off the concierge downstairs. Yeah, probably. Right? Yeah, but that's, it's wild out there. Listen, people are going to do this, and sure, you can find them and everything else, but I don't know if even that is going to stop them because people need to, they need to let loose, and I'm not condoning it at all, but people need to socialize, and they need to let loose, and they, I know, need, but, and they okay. need to have fun. But it's a little bit ridiculous. It, it's a I little agree. bit ridiculous. It's ridiculous 100%. to throw a party with yes. 100 people. Yes. Inside of a condo unit. Absolutely. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I understand you want to go for a walk. You want no, to get no, no, outside. No, no, no. People need to rip it up, man. They, the walk is not ripping it up. Most okay. people, Condos. people need to go out and they need to flirt and they need to get drunk in a social atmosphere and they need to feel pretty. But and this they is need excessive. To. It's, absolutely, it's excessive. excessive. Most condos can't even fit 100 people. No, this is a three-floor no, giant a three floor penthouse. penthouse, man. Because like, I was immediately thinking, like, I can't even fit 100 people in a condo. No, 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 no. This is a massive, this is yeah. a massive unit. Um, but listen, people need to do this. And I know nobody likes to hear that, but that's the reality. People got to cut loose, man. I know, but not they, like this. I Listen, then then like what, though? Then like what? On like, Zoom. Like, it's, like keep your ass at home until no. it's safe to do no, this. I, sure, yeah. That's easy to say. Right. You want really, to live it up? Go to New Zealand. They got it. No. Oh, they man, they're not going to let you, gonna let oh, your, yeah, New your, your COVID-infected ass in New Zealand. True, true, true. Not on my island. Can't you just do it with mannequins or something, like, or on Zoom or no, something? No, no, everybody's sick of that, man. They need they need human interaction. They need to. I know, they but need this that. is excessive. It, it is absolutely excessive. But I sort of appreciate the fact that they turned it into a business as opposed to just 
Throwing a party. Ripping up a condo, right? Yeah. Why not open a nightclub? Like, people are going to do this. Got to recoup all you that liquor that, you What want, are you right? going to do, man? Right? Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, uh, Cardi B, the announcement was supposed to come yesterday, and it did. Now, a lot of people were saying it's going to be new music. A lot of people saying it was going to be some sort of new clothing line. A lot of people uh, thinking that she was going to do another Super Bowl commercial. A lot of people thought she was pregnant. Like, a lot of people thought she was pregnant Yeah, because of the way that she was walking down the stairs holding her coat over her belly. Uh, I had said I thought it was, it was going to be a new song. Yeah, or at least a new album. And so the announcement happened yesterday, and yeah, it is a uh, it is a new song called "Up," and it's uh, dropping on Friday. Oh, sick! Yeah, hey guys. So uh, make sure you order the limited CD, and I promise you, this CD will be arriving on Friday. Not in a week. Not next week. Not this and that. It will be arriving this Friday. It's not going to be like the vinyls. I know the vinyls, it took so long to get, but that's because of the vinyl company. But the CD is just <laughs> one wang wang. So make sure y'all get it on CardiB.com. I know my website. Swipe up and sh. <laughs> and yeah, it's in my uh, Twitter, everything. <laughs> yeah, I love you, Cardi B. Right. <laughs> so yeah. real. Yeah. So uh, so there you go. Brand new, uh, brand new Cardi B. Now, do you think it's going to be. Up is a weird one because when you think up, and I know that the 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 artwork shows Cardi floating around in a bubble yeah. above the city. Um, it, 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 that's like the movie Up, right, with the old guy in the house and the kid. Oh my God, and uh, I love that the, movie so I much. Know, it's so sad. It's so sad. I know. Do you think it's going to be sort of in the vein of WAP, like kind of raunchy, R rated? Oh, it is going to be a filthy you think so filthy huh? song yes yeah if it's cardi b my god yeah. yes yeah yeah looking forward to it though yeah definitely <laughs> this is the Roz and mocha show podcast so Girl. last night on the bachelor on, so much went down even in the first 45 minutes man um, wild we'll get right into it which was the the storyline with Brittany and Anna, and Brittany was one of the new girls that showed up, and Anna, who was already in the house from the same hometown, so that she started getting messages from people that Brittany was a call girl. Mm. And it really took Anna by surprise, and then she denied it. Um, and then it sort of broke Brittany, and she wasn't the same. And so Matt wound up pulling Anna aside to confront her about that. I made a mistake. I said an offhanded comment, and now I just feel like the guy I've like given up my life for now has a bad opinion about me that is so not accurate. Obviously, I need to talk to him. I just don't even know how to like explain it to him. I am so sad and upset with myself. It's the first thing you should know. Um, before even coming here, I like received messages about another girl who'd also be here, Brittany. Yeah. Um, and then when she did show up, the worst thing I could say was said, and immediately I felt horrible about it. And I completely no, apologized. I was like, again. this is on me. Yeah. This is me being a shallow person in the worst moment ever. I was just shocked yeah. when Brittany told me because when I first met her a few days ago, she was like spunky and just like super bold and confident. And then when I pulled her aside to talk to her tonight, 
just broke down. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn. I feel horrible, like so immensely horrible. Like I'm breaking out in a rash because I'm like so yeah, right. sad. But the thing he's, that Matt yeah. doesn't know, and he now knows because he's watching the show, mm -hmm. is that it's not like it was a one-time conversation no. that took place. It took place over... I don't... Um, yeah. You know, multiple different it conversations. Did, it did. And I don't know. This is where I go back to the actual production of the show because everybody knows what that label can do to a young woman when yeah. you when you get that sort of, you know, slut label attached to you. And I don't know why at that point the production didn't walk in and immediately walk up to Anna and say, hey, listen, you might as well stop with this because none of this is going to air. Mm -hmm. Everything you say and that accusation of her being a call girl, none of this will see the light of day. We're not, it's not going to be a part of this story. And it should never have been in the show. Mm -hmm. It really shouldn't. Or it to should... make things easier, just in case it would have at some point come out again in a conversation that maybe Anna uh, wouldn't think is being you, recorded. You, if you bring that up again, you're going home. Or they could have just the... sent her home immediately, Yeah. right? Like it's been, like you said it once, you said yeah. it again, you keep saying it again and again and again yeah. to people. They can cut and manipulate this show. Or not Britney, like. Maybe it's time for you to walk away, right? Now, speaking of horrible people, so uh, last night was the end of Queen Victoria's reign. I know. Who's so, going to be the new villain I now? Know. Uh, so Victoria Man. grabbed Matt to have a conversation, and it went like this. And I had this conversation with Ryan, and before I could even ask her a question, she's crying. And I'm just like, Phew. It was kind of similar to how my conversation with Brittany went about Anna. Now I'm doing the other women here a disservice by not making this a safe space for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People's words are so powerful. And when you said that Ryan was a hoe for being a dancer, I don't think you know That how. was completely taken out of context. Like, I'm just curious, like, what context would calling somebody a hoe be acceptable oh. to be taken in? Yeah. Time to explain yourself, Victoria. And what? <sighs> oh, can't say anything now, huh? I just have a lot to think about. Oh, not really. Am I missing something here? Like, <laughs> I make the house toxic. That's completely <laughs> crazy. Completely crazy. And, like, I know there's no truth to that. Um, okay. Okay. Oh, we have okay, example on okay. example on example. So anyway, let's go to clip number seven because we're running out of time here. So Victoria did not get a rose and her sort of exit was one of boldness, defiance. And she pulled the the thing that like awful people say to people when they don't get their way, which is I feel sorry for you. I'm upset because I know I didn't do anything wrong. It's okay. Likewise. Thank you. Bye. I was invested. I cared about him. And this is right after the rose ceremony. Yeah. Hi, guys. So, I think he made a huge mistake. <laughs> I honestly feel so sorry for you that you would listen to hearsay and not all of the facts behind a situation. <laughs> His face. <laughs> so, goodbye. <laughs> Later. You think I'm gonna go hug him goodbye? No. 
And he just stared at me. Well, and yeah. How dare you? How dare you? I'm not you? my king and I'm still a queen. Matt is a jester. <laughs> the fact that like he chose Katie over me, ugh. Yeah, Matt, I feel sorry for you with your choices. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, huh? Yo. Man. Right, we have not done a lot of Raptors talk this season. And I don't bring it up because I know it hurts you. Hey, two in a row now. I'm good. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> you've just you've just discovered them again, huh? Oh, man. I love my Raptors so much. So this was significant for two reasons. One, he got 54 points last night, which broke DeMar DeRozan's record, correct? Yeah. And also, that is the league record for an undrafted player. Correct. Right. Which um, is dope. DeMar tweeted last night, congrats to my brother, Freddie V. Kyle old ass couldn't do it. <laughs> Glad you did, champ. Been telling you. I wonder if DeMar, I wonder if DeMar like misses playing with, with the guys yeah, on, on Toronto. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think he's having as much fun with San Antonio, although I don't follow San Antonio. I don't yeah. follow anything that the Spurs are doing. Uh, but I can only imagine just seeing DeMar in that Raptors uniform and the way he was with the other guys, like yeah. if he misses all of that, yeah. right? I'm sure. I mean, you, you well, miss the your... fans are better here. It's been proven. Yeah, I mean, you miss your friends though too, right? Of like course. you know, when you get close to guys, and you you know, then trades happen and everything else, and you know, you're you're a professional, so they still you know give it all, but of course you miss them. It's not um, the same. This is what happened when Fred broke the record. Scoops it up and in on a reverse, and Fred Van Vliet. With a new franchise record, 54 points in the game. So good. By the way, uh, Raptors won 123-108 against the Magic. We played Brooklyn Friday night. So it's 54 points in one game. In one game. He also got, he also got what, 11 three-pointers yeah, last crazy. night, which is, another, which is a, another best for him. But uh, this was Van Vliet after the game. It was only a matter of time. Every time I get a 30 or a 34, I usually get a text from DeMar telling me uh, that, that I'm weak for not passing his record. So I definitely had him in mind as I got close down the stretch. Okay, and you're, and you're asking whether DeMar misses playing with that guy? Of course he misses playing yeah, with that guy. Yeah, congrats, Raptors. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, people, uh, Raptor fans actually still hype off of mm-hmm. the fact that Fred Van Vliet set a franchise record, 54 points that he scored two nights ago. And he did an interview with Tim and Sid on Sportsnet yesterday. And man, I got to tell you, Fred Van Vliet, this yeah. guy gives like the best interviews ever. More than more than what it was for sure. Like if I was if I was being thirsty and trying to get more and uh, being even more aggressive than I was, like I, I even the shots that I got were pretty much all catching shoots and, you know, within the offense, I didn't really try to break any off. Um, I thought about a, a logo three one time, but, and I ended up getting a layup off of it, but I looked at it for a second and I was like, ah, it's going pretty good. I'm going to take my chances, um, you know, in my decision-making. So it happened, it happened the right way for me. And, um, you know, hopefully it won't be the last time I have a big game. He was asked by the way, whether or not he could have scored more than 54 points, yeah. which is why he was being a little bit confident. Uh-huh. Uh, but he also said two nights ago, he was talking about DeMar DeRozan because he broke DeMar's record yeah. and how DeMar would always like text him after a game, a high scoring game, but not that high and kind of like poking him a little bit. And like, hey, you did good, but you still, but... Didn't, you still didn't get to me. Um, 
And they asked him, Tim and Sid asked Fred Van Vliet who the first person was uh, he spoke to after the game. And I assume when they asked him that question, he was going to be like, oh, yeah, DeMar. Mm-hmm. I talked to DeMar, but it wasn't DeMar. Probably just talking to my mom. And the first thing, you know, she said was I, I should have got 60 or 70. That was probably <laughs> it. Uh, she, wanted to, she wanted to know why the guy stopped passing me the ball. You know how moms are. She couldn't. <laughs> She couldn't believe how that I that I she felt like I should have scored seventy. So that was that was the first that was probably one of the first people I talked to after Can the you game. Imagine that? You're on a natural high after scoring fifty four points. And your mom calls just to diss you. Yeah. Like, fifty four is great, but like, you know You could have done better. Uh Rob was probably uh, Brooklyn tomorrow night. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Michael B. Jordan told uh, People Magazine that he'd be down to appear in Black Panther 2. Yeah, I don't know about that. As uh, Killmonger again. I don't know about that. Like, I... He had to figure out a way because spoiler alert, he it, died. Well, it was and it was so brilliant the way he died. Like yeah. it was so it was so great. And I know that in these show in these movies, especially now when you start you know putting yourself in the mindset of possibly doing a multiverse. Sure. You know, would that make sense in in some way? But I, I first, I full trust in the brains behind Black Panther two. Mm-hmm. I have full trust oh. behind Marvel, and I have full trust behind uh, Ryan Coogler. Everything else, because they know they have to make this one work. But like, I ju- it has to make sense. And I know people are extremely hurt because Chadwick Boseman died. Yeah. And I know that Michael B. Jordan just being in that movie would feel a little bit like home and it would uh, take well, a little his... it would take a little bit of the sadness away. Yeah. But if they don't do it here's here's what I fear. Here's what I fear is that if they don't find the perfect way to bring Killmonger back, mm-hmm. I think it actually takes away from the brilliance that Michael B. Jordan and Chadwick Boseman put into the first one. Which is why I feel like they would spend the most amount of time on making sure that they do this one right. Yeah, I don't know how you do that, though. I that don't know. That relationship. I don't know. They made, like, they make magic, right? Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. were just so close to one another. Yeah. And Michael B. and Ryan Coogler, the director... Those guys are amazing together, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. They've done no, how many agree. movies no, now, no, no, right? They've done like yeah. four movies together. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I think that if you, if it's not done perfectly, I really think that it takes away from the magic that they created in that first one. Yeah. I think that, you know, it might, you run the risk of it feeling a little bit, a little bit forced or it's there to just, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. And I loved, I liked the Killmonger character. I yeah, really did. And I great. loved, I loved the bad, I liked the way he died, like everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like everything about it was just great. I was shocked that they actually went that way with it. I was yeah. like, this is such a brilliant character. How is this a one and done mm-hmm. with Killmonger? Well, maybe like, you know, because we don't know the general public, maybe the plan is to bring him back. Yeah. Right. Maybe the plan was to always have him uh, come back into the MCU in some way. But I just think that the, you know, with Michael B. and, again, Ryan Coogler teaming up together to do this, like, mm-hmm. those guys, like, Creed, like, the, the the Creed movies, those are still some of my favorite. The first one. The first one. Um, bro, to this day. Yeah. To this day. The second one wasn't that great. Every now and then, I will put up on YouTube the, um, they have, <laughs> 
they have. What do you watch? The, like a, like an inspirational video? Yeah. What do you watch? The training montage. Yeah. Right before he gets uh, <laughs> right when he's he's in Philly there and like you know Rocky's sick with cancer. <laughs> spoiler alert. And he's training for that fight against Ricky Conlon. Yeah. Right. And then, like, he gets all the bikers in 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 Philly to all like race behind him. Yeah, yeah. As he's yeah. running down the street, that whole montage. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's dope. Like Creed's a great movie. Like, and those two together. No, you're right. They do they do create magic, and that's why I was really shocked that it was a one and done for for Killmonger. But I think that I don't get me wrong. I would I would love to see that character back. Yeah. I, I really would. I think it's a great character. But I think that if it's not done right, it's really it does a disservice to what they all created in that first one. Well, according to uh, Michael B. Jordan, he told People Magazine that if asked to be Killmonger again for Black Panther two, yeah. he's down, yeah. absolutely down. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh. Uh, the weekend announced his full rescheduled tour for 2022. Is this his third uh, or fourth time, third time? Jeez, man. Uh, the North American leg of the After Hours World Tour will now start January 14th, 2022 in uh, Tacoma, Washington. Damn. The Canadian, Yo, you can drop a full album bro. between now and then already. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's nuts. Uh, the Toronto date is Feb 1st. The Winnipeg date is Feb, uh, sorry, Jan 19th. Uh, Vancouver, Vancouver, January 14th and 15th. Edmonton, January 17th. Montreal, Feb 3rd. And then back to Toronto, April 10th and 11th. Damn. So four Toronto shows three sorry two vancouver shows wow four toronto shows that's a lot man mm. feb 1st and 2nd and then april 10th and 11th that's a lot but yeah no that's everybody now everybody's the nobody's touring in 2021 no not at all it's not gonna happen no everyone i feel like everyone waits to see what like forget about medical professionals not to discount what they're saying right yeah. But I feel like, especially in the states, they all wait to see what Dr. Fauci has to say. Listen, I'm I don't I I get so many problems with Dr. Fauci just because he was spitting so much disinformation at the very beginning of this. I I look for my information from multiple places as opposed right. to Fauci, and that's what everyone says. That's what they say, right? Yeah. Go look for your, for when you see a story, read the story, go search for uh, yeah. the, the the source no. of everything as well, right? This, yeah, and Fauci at first was saying. Like recently, he was saying that we could, once people are vaccinated, get back to somewhat of a more normal life in the fall. Justin Bieber rescheduled his tour for this summer. Yes, it's not going to happen. Yeah, but that's not even going to happen because everything else, all the other events are are all being canceled for this year. He hasn't canceled yet. Oh, he will. No, because they don't want to can. The reason they don't cancel is because they don't want to give their money back. Yeah. That's the problem. A lot of artists at the a, beginning like a of pandemic, all, right? You, like we know you're not going to be doing a no, show. No, no, I know. But when you when you 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 don't. Here's the thing, okay? I have great respect for people who cancel their tours because their fans were everybody's out of work and everybody was hurting, and your fans get their money back. Mm-hmm. When you postpone, they don't. Billie Eilish right? did it right. Billie she, Eilish did it right. She yeah. was the last person to announce that she was canceling. Cancel and just reschedule. Give everybody later a on. refund. Yeah. Bieber's was a postponement. These are all postponed shows yes. from. So before. his fans don't get their money back, mm. and that's a problem. Right. Right. It's right. a pro- it's a problem for fans. You know the the real great ones, Billie Eilish, and I think Bon, bon Jovi was one of the bon first Jovi bands too, where yeah. they just straight up canceled it because they're like, listen, man, you guys need this money more than I do. We yeah. will be back on the road at some point. And that's the way to do it. But it's not even like like you look at sports and. 
they're going to start to allow, you know, certain amounts of fans in there, but you can control that, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can control in one arena, you know, how many people are allowed in and what's going on. It's different when you as an artist, like the weekend, you're not playing all 50 shows in a tour in one place where you can control. You actually have to tour. So you are now dealing with all the COVID protocols of being on the road and traveling, which is a whole other level than even bringing fans to a football game. Like being a touring artist is a whole, like that's going to be way after. Will the stage be covered in the pexiglass? Yes, Maury, pexiglass everywhere. (laughs) Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah, man. Are you ready? Yeah, man. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, Army Hammer's estranged wife, Elizabeth Chambers, is speaking out amid the scandal. She said, for weeks, I've been trying to process everything that has transpired. I am shocked, heartbroken, and devastated. She goes on to say, uh, heartbreak aside, I am listening and will continue to listen and educate myself on these delicate matters. I didn't realize how much I didn't know. Um, which is like, I couldn't imagine being her and having to deal with everything that's come out with Army Hammer in the last month or so. Uh, Keeping up with the Kardashians released the first trailer for the series finale. It's uh, March 18th. Take a listen to this. Filming has been one of the best experiences of my life. We didn't think anyone would be into watching a show about our crazy family. We just wanted to tell you in person that we won't be going forward with filming the show anymore. I feel like it's now time to have another kid. I saw Courtney and Scott asleep together on the couch. They're definitely made for each other, like they're supposed to be together. I am just really blessed that we had this opportunity to even do this. We have a lot of memories. They just want you to know what we really appreciate you guys, each and every one of you. Did we make the right decision by walking away? Welcome to the final show. Yo, you were opening your eyes just now. You crying? No, I'm not crying. Are you sure? Hey, are they going to tackle, you think, the Kim Kanye stuff? They have to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This was filmed, obviously, during all this time, right? I do not think they will. At all? No, because it affects the kids too much. I don't know how this happened. But you know Jane Krakowski? 30 Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Hysterical. Yeah. So it last week, somebody started, or I don't know how it spread, but the rumor was that Jane Krakowski's boyfriend was the My Pillow guy. <laughs> Mike My- Lindell. Hold on, who? Okay, the My Pillow guy, the huge Trump fan who also got susp- uh, uh, deleted off Twitter. Massive, like, I don't even know how to describe him. 
Michael J. Lindell? Yeah, the My Pillow guy. You don't know the My Pillow guy? She's not dating no, him. No, she's not dating him. And like a sources on her, in her camp had to go and clear up the rumor that she was dating the My Pillow guy. <laughs> when cuz she actually has a boyfriend named David Rockwell and one of the insiders said Jane has been dating David Rockwell for a couple of years now. However, very quietly, friends are speculating if the strange My Pillow guy story about Jane and Mike Lindell happened because maybe at some point somebody said Rockwell and then somebody repeated it as Lindell. Maybe that's how the rumor started. Oh. But Mike Lindell is absolutely not her type, they say. By the way, my pillow guy, net yeah. worth $300 million. Yeah, but you don't want to be any part of it. You don't want to. No, absolutely not. That guy pillows, is like, huh? yeah, and apparently they're terrible pillows too. And it's weird because they stuff them with like, like it, it's like, you know, when you go to Sky Zone and you jump into the big pit and it's square pieces of foam. Yeah. It's like, that's what they fill their pillows with. Like they're all lumpy oh. and bumpy. Yeah. Not cool. It's like, they're weird. They're weird looking pillows. Yeah, she wouldn't date a guy like that. <laughs> Try to force those pillows into the bed. Come I on, think, man. I think his, I think his terrible pillows are probably like so super low down on the list of what, I mean, his medallion that he wears is above, uh, is above the reason to not date him yeah. than his pillows <laughs> you know what i mean guys and medallions well like mr t you gotta watch no no no, no 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 mr t had it all going on mr t had 500 things around his neck there was a there was a very specific guy that mm -hmm. wore the medallion the open collared shirt where you could see the medallion way longer than you should have been wearing the medallion and it did just says one? something but did i have a medallion uh -huh. don't anyway we gotta move on man <laughs> <laughs> I got lots to talk about. I'm actually out of things to talk about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, George Clooney is bringing back Buck Rogers. Do you remember Buck Rogers? No. You don't. You're probably a little too young. Buck Rogers was a show in, like, I guess the, I don't even know, late 70s, maybe. It was originally a book from, like, the 20s. Um, the 20s, I wasn't around then. No, but then it was a it was a show in like 70s and 80s, like late 70s, early 80s, no. starring Gil Gerard. You don't remember where he was like a sounds like an old guy. He name. was like a space ranger, and he had the onesie on, the shiny onesie. And Aaron Gray, I think, was the his co-star who also had a All shiny onesie. She was the first woman I ever fell in love with. Foreign to me. I have no idea what you're talking it's, about. Yeah, 79 to 81. No. Uh, and he had the you little onesie, and he had yeah, and he had like his little like droid named Tweaky. No. You don't remember Buck Rogers no. at all? No? I feel like I just smoked the, the strongest <laughs> weed ever. And, like, you're talking words that I'm anyway, not understanding. Anyway, George Clooney is bringing Buck Rogers back to the uh, TV screens. And he's okay. producing a new um, version of Buck Rogers. But apparently he may also star in he Buck Rogers. He got to wear the onesie? Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna have to wear the onesie. I mean, I maybe they won't wear make him wear the onesie. Not that he wouldn't look great in the onesie. Let me see what this look like. Um, but Buck Rogers took place in 2419. So they were really thinking far ahead. Like Hold really thinking far ahead. Rogers. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. What a dumb looking robot. That's Tweaky. He wasn't dumb. He was awesome. No, I have no idea what this is. No? No. No. Okay. You've never seen that before? No. No? The theme song was great. Can you find the theme song from the from the night from from an old play for me? Because it was had a really great theme song. Hold on, is the robot supposed to be a kid? No, it looked like a kid, but it was like a kid robot. Listen, oh. man, it's a seventy nine. Okay, they didn't have Lucas money. Okay, this was made for the. <laughs> looked, okay, they had no money. <laughs> okay, this is this is small screen network television, not 
you know, they weren't doing Empire Strikes Back. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Let me listen to this. Yeah, it's cool, man. I'm pumped for this. I think Clooney would make a great Buck Rogers. Very similar to Flash Gordon in that same sort of vein. The year is 1987, and NASA launches the last of America's deep space probes. In a freak mishap, Ranger 3 and its pilot, Captain William Buck Rogers, are blown out of their trajectory into an orbit which freezes his life support systems and returns Buck Rogers to Earth 500 years later. 500? Yeah. Listen to this. Shows used to have really long intros, huh? The yeah. song really kicks in here. Then goes. Wait, hold on. Oh man, this, I used to get goosebumps when this song would come on. Not a fan, huh? Are I, you a fan now, though? Still no. No. More, get my credit card for me. Find the DVDs. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, Buck Rogers coming back. Uh, Cicely Tyson passed away yesterday. Legendary Cicely Tyson uh, passed away. The, the story is crushing. So she was 96, right? Mm. Lived like a beautiful life. Um, nominated for her first Oscar in 1972. In 1974, became the first African-American to an elite actress uh, at the Emmys. Um, in 2013, she won a Tony and she received an honorary Oscar in 2018. So her biography called Just As I Am, came out on Tuesday. Oh, this week? Yes. Oh, no. And, and she, she passed away yesterday. yesterday. Oh, and man. she did an interview with Live with Kelly and Ryan, which is set to air today. Whoa. Yeah, so they did, I guess, what would be one of her one of her last interviews. So oh, uh, uh, if you're a fan of Cicely Tyson, uh, tune into that today. Uh, as we kick off Black History Month, the Black Lives Matter movement has been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, BLM, uh, this was, they were nominated by, hold on here, duh, 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 uh, Norwegian Prime Minister, uh, quote, for their struggle against racism and racially motivated violence, BLM calls for systemic change have spread around the world, forcing other countries to grapple with racism within their own societies. He said uh, any politician serving at a national level can submit nominations for the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, they are allowed just 2000 words to state their case. Uh, their winner will be chosen in October with the award ceremony schedule ceremony scheduled for December 10th. So who else are they up against? Well, Jared Kushner. <laughs> Oh, wow. And his deputy, Avi Berkowitz, were nominated uh, on yesterday uh, as well for the Nobel for their negotiations uh, in for normalization deals between Israel and Arab nations. Uh, nominating them was Alan Dershowitz, who was eligible to do so because of his capacity as a professor emeritus at Harvard. In his letter to the Nobel Committee, Dershowitz wrote, the Nobel Peace Prize is not for popularity, nor is it an assessment of what the international community may think of those who helped bring about peace. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 2,000 words, and you use wow. all those words to, like... Defend yourself? <laughs> no, to just, like... <laughs> I understand you hate them, okay? But... <laughs> but... 
Oh, for God's sake. Uh, did you see that uh, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey are back to do an Uber Eats Super Bowl ad? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. For they what? got the, get the For Uber Eats. No, the, I mean, the, as, um, as, Gar- as Wayne and Garth. Wayne and Garth. Oh, yes. 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 Now. Yes. And we're back. 2020, man, that was a great year. Not. <laughs> yeah, it really sucked. It sucked donkey. Good one. We just wanted to say that we'll see you soon for the game, which for legal reasons cannot be named. We'll see you on the big bowl. The gigantic bowl. Totally legal. Yeah, completely legal. <laughs> All right, good teaser. Yeah, I feel good about it. <laughs> All right. Sure. It's so funny because you can tell Mike Myers in in those in in the commercial like he's really like he's aged and of course he has right of course. but Dana Carvey still looks like Garth yeah big time like he's With the long still, way the glasses oh everything oh my god like it's he, he looks no different than when he did I don't even know what that was thirty years ago yeah right the exact the exact same uh, the weekend. All set to do the Super Bowl, apparently threw in like seven mil of his own money to make sure that the show was great. Oh, wow. Really? I yeah. uh, did an interview mm-hmm. with Billboard talking about the Grammy snub, and he says, quote, forget awards shows. He goes on to say, look, I personally don't care anymore. I have three Grammys, which mean nothing to me now, obviously. Damn. He goes on to say, it's not like, oh, I want the Grammy. It's just that this happened, and I'm down to get in front of the fire as long as it never happens again. Uh, I suck at giving speeches anyways. Forget awards shows. <clears throat> so not interested even going forward. Not his thing. That's how you really feel. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Trump's uh, new impeachment lawyer. So he had this team of five set up that was going to take him through the second impeachment trial. <clears throat> On Saturday, everybody dipped. Oh, no, really? Yeah, the whole... Like, what would they do? Send I a message know. to the group chat? Yo, we busy? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We got so, this thing. Yeah, so the news came out that his original five attorneys of, on his legal team, they just dipped. And so Trump has now announced um, one of his lawyers is uh, David Schoen, who represented Roger Stone and met with uh, Jeffrey Epstein a few days before he committed suicide. His other lawyer is Bruce Castor Jr., Jr., who was the district attorney who declined to prosecute Bill Clinton, uh, Bill Cosby in 2004 awesome team man i was gonna say (laughs) he would never call on giuliani huh giuliani would never work with him again no i mean even though yeah i don't even know man i don't even know uh evan rachel wood is speaking out against her ex-fiance marilyn manson who she said abused her for years now she's previously spoken publicly about being in an abusive relationship but she's never named who it was until now Mm. and uh, their relationship they went public in 2007 when she was 19 they got engaged in 2010 and then they ended their relationship seven months after that. She said on Instagram, the name of my abuser is Brian Warner, also known to the world as Marilyn Manson. He started grooming me when I was a teenager and horrifically abused me for years. She goes on to say, I was brainwashed and manipulated into submission. I am done living in fear of retaliation, slander, or blackmail. I'm here to expose this dangerous man and call out the many industries that have enabled him before he ruins any more lives. And just a few months ago, Marilyn Manson rep spoke out against the rumors um, when they first started to service, surface that he was the one that she had always talked about as far as being her abuser goes. And Manson's rep said, uh, in part, there are also numerous articles 
over multiple years where Evan Rachel Wood speaks very positively about her relationship with Marilyn Manson. He goes on to say, he quotes her where she said, I wouldn't trade any of our relationship. Um, I appreciate everything he taught me. I just don't think we were right for each other. So he's bringing up all the old interviews that she's done about how wonderful their relationship was. Uh, As part of a new exclusive five-year overall deal between Disney TV and Ryan Coogler's Proximity Media, uh, Ryan is developing a Wakanda-based Disney Plus television series. Oh, yeah. And will also have a hand in other shows set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So they're going to expand on Wakanda. Hype on that. And uh, get that on television as soon as they can. Good. Good. They're making good TV, man. That WandaVision show is some of the best television I've seen in a real long time. I was talking to somebody yesterday who was like, I don't know if I'm really into it. Really, huh? Yeah. I said, dude, you just just watch and pay attention. Jeez. Like this last, the episode that aired on Friday? Oh, God, it was so good. Oh, man. Yeah. It's amazing. Dustin Diamond passed away screech from Saved by the Bell. When morning comes, I raise my head, shut off the alarm and get out of bed. I brush my teeth like mother said. And always feed my spider, Ted. Oh, man. Uh, Dustin Diamond, 44 years old. He was diagnosed with cancer last month. And uh, his team said that he was battling stage four small cell carcinoma. His agent told Rolling Stone that Dustin was diagnosed with this brutal, relentless form of malignant cancer only three weeks ago. In that time, it managed to spread rapidly throughout his system. The only mercy it exhibited was its sharp and swift execution. Dustin did not suffer. He did not have to lie submerged in pain. For that, we are grateful. That is the uh, message from Dustin's agent. If you remember, they explained away uh, where he was on the remake of uh, Saved by the Bell that he was on the International Space Station with Kevin. With Kevin, right? His his robot. robot? Yeah. So that's uh, that's how they explained that away. Roz and Mocha QA. Okay, so before we get to the questions and before we get to the phones for Ask Roz and Mocha, we have to revisit something from last week, Roz. Uh, yeah, Jonathan uh, wrote us this. What did you like to eat or drink in your childhood slash young adult life that today you question yourself on how could you like such a thing? I bet Dammit Mori doesn't have an answer for him. All food is good, especially if you can add smoked salmon. And Bleh. every answer that Mori always gives to anybody who asks a question about food is smoked salmon because Mori loves smoked salmon. And pierogies. I, I think smoked salmon is disgust. Smoked salmon is so vile. I mean, I don't mind it, but like... But in what context? Like, what are you doing with smoked salmon? I have salmon? it every Sunday. But what do you do with it? So I make an omelet. Yeah. And then I'll have this on the side but of the plate. So It's so rubbery, though. Like, it's just not even... There's nothing nice about smoked salmon. Most people have it in a bagel with cream cheese. Even that's yeah. not nice. That's I don't like, mind it, but like not as much really? as you'll yeah, eat smoked salmon. I will, but and, like I don't know, once a year maybe. And then, and then but not like every week, oh, like Maury. And, and then so Maury, people. and then so Maury went on defending smoked salmon, right, and how delicious it is, as he's doing right now. And then I said you could probably do smoked salmon in any way because again he was saying you could put it on a bagel, you could eat it with a this, you could eat it with a this. And then I had said, would you blend up smoked salmon with just some water and a magic bullet and drink it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? Salmon juice. Ugh, and, so gross. And Maury said, yes. Yeah, so what did you bring in today? Smoked salmon. Okay. And your you brought a blender, right? My ninja. Okay. What is that? Does it need power? Yeah, it's plugged in. Oh, okay, cool. 
Now you could go be generous with the smoked salmon here, Mark. I was going to try a little bit first. No, 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 no. Oh, and I touched my mask. Oh my God, it reeks in here, and you only took that smoked salmon. There you go. Oh my God, that's a lot of smoked salmon. There you go. Okay, that's the whole package. Smoked salmon. Smoked salmon smells disgusting. Okay, no, you gotta put water in it. No, more, 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 more. You gotta put water in it. Why do you have to put water? That's what. That's what I said. We're not listening. I know, but why do you need water? Here, let me give liquefy. Come on. Oh, guys, it stinks in here okay, so bad. Now, so the smoked salmon is in there. Now add oh, the water. Man. Not a lot. Just wait. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. And Enough that's that's good right there. there go. That's good right there. Ew. Yo, look at his hands. It looks How many so pieces of smoked salmon did you put in there? The whole package. So that's like like 10, pack, 10 pieces, okay. 10 slivers. Okay. Okay. Now it's going into the blender. Yo, it really stinks. And it smells like salmon in here. You better hold that top on because if if I get hit with salmon water, (laughs) I'm going to like. (laughs) I will never forgive you if I get hit with salmon water. Oh, no. Don't start messing with the top there. Uh What? Did you break it? It's not turning on. Tickle it. (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee it's still not going to (laughs) work. Did you deliberately not do it? It works every day for my husband. (laughs) <laughs> sure it does sure uh-huh yeah that is so weird plug it right into the plug go plug it right into the wall see what happens oh is it a like suction, cup. suction cups on the bottom of it god man you and your gadgets it's oh oh there it is oh no <laughs> okay Yo, it looks so gross <laughs> it looks Completely liquefied. Yeah, okay. So Maury now is going to take it out. Wow, that is some pink water. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Ew. so there you go. Okay, big Ooh. big sips, more big sips. Somehow the machine warmed it wow, up. Wow, it's a very, very light pink. It looks like almost like pink milk. <laughs> like like strawberry. Yeah, it looks like strawberry milk. Okay, oh Maury, down the hatch. Oh, geez. Go for it. Go okay. Go back. No more. Oh, Here you go. God. Oh, I oh. thought. But I thought you love salmon. No, but there's clumps of fish. Well, yeah, oh, it's yeah, salmon. Yeah, it's so smoked salmon. <laughs> it's, I know, but I just don't think smoked salmon and water go. Well, that's where that's where it would go the most. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, that. Oh. So you're saying fish and water don't go together? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Once I heard it out of my mouth, it made sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh God. Oh God. Oh, How does it? <sighs> Oh, there's like fish clumps. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it stinks in here, too. I mean, oh, it's my. It's cold. God. Yeah. cold. Okay, no, get no. out of here with that. Get this out. is warm fish. Ew. Oh, get out of here with sake. that. I'm shaking. Like, I got. Uh, Ross. I can't. No, Ross, no, tell Mocha he needs to smell it. No. No, absolutely not. No, no. nobody's getting. We can smell it from here more. Yeah. We can smell it from here, like most other things on you. I feel like I was all on my own on this. (laughs) Yeah, nobody's touching that. Nobody's touching that. Look at the blade. Nah, we see the blade. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. How was that? Worth it? Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) Charmaine, how are you? It's Razaboka. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Hi, guys. All right. What is your question, girl? My question is, what is something someone has tried to teach you a million times, but you still can never get the hang of it? Oh. Well, what's your answer, Charmaine? Um, okay, my answer seems a bit silly, but um, my mom has taught me like a million times how to do the perfect like um, corners at the end of your bed to tuck them in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I can never get them perfect like she does. They just look so messy all the time, and then they like untuck, and I just I can never get the hang of it. Yeah. What is uh, what's your mom's uh, technique, by the way? I don't even know. I couldn't even oh. tell you. She showed me. <laughs> 
it's just she used to be a nurse a long time ago and I guess she's done a few in her day so she showed me that technique but it just never turns out the same it's like she she folds it like a present somehow yeah oh okay yeah uh, that's tough. I would say the thing that somebody's tried to teach me a million times that I just can't get, which is weird because I'm like, I'm, I'm very musical, right? Like I yeah. can, I play guitar my whole life. I did all this stuff. The one thing my brain does not work with piano. Oh, okay. At all. At yeah. all. Like even, even when Roxy, when Roxy was about, it was a couple of years ago, it was about nine, we got her um, like a, a keyboard piano for home and then she was on a bunch of apps learning how to play stuff. And she was, her hands and brain were working better than mine were, even though I've been playing instruments my whole life. Yeah. Like I just don't get piano. Like I can't, my brain doesn't separate those two hands doing those two things. Guitar <laughs> is fine. Sure. I can get my, like, everything, every other instrument is fine except for piano. And it doesn't matter who sort of sits down and tries to teach me. I cannot, like, I just can't do it. Now, did you ever try, like, as a kid? Yeah, we piano? always had a keyboard in the house. Always. Always. Huh. We, I, we always had But what if some your life sort of, depended on it? No, I would die. <laughs> like, I just, I wouldn't be able to. I can play, I can play, like, I can fake it. Like, I can play songs and stuff like this, but I don't play it the way you're supposed to play a piano. I yeah. play it like the way you would play another instrument. you can instrument. do guitar, though, huh? I can play guitar, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's weird. I just, my head doesn't, my, 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 it doesn't go there. What do ladies find sexier about you, your guitar playing or your looks? Um, jeez, that's a tough question, Maury. Uh, well, I don't play guitar anymore, right? So, and, and, I, and, I, and I don't, and I don't really have my, and I don't really have my, I don't really rely on my looks anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but back in the day, I think it was just a package. I think it was a package deal. Dudes were more impressed with guitar than than girls oh. were back in the day. Because I find a guitar playing good looking guy like. Very attractive. Yeah, but at a certain, like a twenty-two-year-old, like a good-looking guy. Neck tattoos. Yeah, yeah, but like not when you're. Nobody wants to see you. Nobody's getting turned on by, you know, uh, you know, a non-famous forty-seven-year-old guitar player or (laughs) forty-six-year-old guitar player. Like, like those are the guys that you see at friends' birthday parties where you know you're all listening to some really great music on Sonos, and then he brings out the acoustic guitar, and everybody's like, "Oh God, here we go, here we go." Twenty minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) twenty minutes, and everybody's like, "Oh my God!" And I school he was like the cool no he wasn't okay nobody wants that when you when you play guitar are you looking at are you looking at your hands when you're playing or you can just play knowing the the chords and knowing the strings oh mostly i don't look yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, when you were yeah. playing trying to play piano were you always looking down at your hands I it, wonder didn't if that, ma- it didn't matter what oh, i did i wonder if that it, like it, has anything to do with yeah it. no it didn't matter what huh. i did and i also can't read music at all, uh, at all, oh, and wow. and and I I got through all all high school every level of music uh, class in high school without being able to read music because I in high school played the bass because we didn't have guitar in high school. Yeah, and what I would do is I sat beside the tuba player and um, I wouldn't read music. What I would do is I would get the tuba player to play what we were playing, and then I would just learn it by ear, and I oh. would and I would play along that just way. Mimic, mimic that yeah. person. Yeah, and gotcha. so I huh. would. I would I would crush all of the um, sort of performancey aspects of music class, but I would fail on all the sight reading parts of music. So mm. I never did well in in music because I just I can't read music and I can't do piano. No matter how many somebody tries to teach me how to read music, I can't do it. I forgot all of that. You did, huh? Yeah. yeah. After high school, I played drums for I don't even know seven, eight, like since elementary school. Yeah. 
And so I would learn, obviously, learn how to read music since then. Yeah. But once I left high school, that was it. I forgot all of it. Really, huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, can't do it. Uh, what's something that you can't learn, even though somebody teaches you, tries to teach you over and over and okay, over again? Okay, so I'm, like, totally into photography. Yeah. But there are, like, certain terms and, like, things that you do with the camera yeah. that no matter and I can watch like YouTube video on YouTube video on YouTube video yeah. and I will it will still never register it's a different language me. yeah it's like, like F, learning a different language there's like f-stop yeah uh, trips me up a lot and then because your f-stop number is could also be the same it's like a, a number decimal point and then another number mm-hmm. but then there's also something else I can't remember it's not coming to my mind right now what the other thing is that also uses similar to an f-stop ISO no, not ISO. I know ISO, and I know shutter speed. Right. But then there's f-stop, and then something else that I hear photographers talking about, uh, about all the time. Right. And I can never, like, distinguish which is which. Yeah. It's a whole language. Completely. It's like, it is like learning photography and understanding it well enough to have a conversation where somebody can explain something to you where the, you then know what to do. It is like learning a new language. Yeah. Because it's, it's words and terms that you will never know or use in your regular life. Yeah. It is all exclusive to photography. Completely. You would never have come across any of that information in your regular life unless you picked up a camera. And yeah. the problem is that, you know, we all just use our phones now. Completely, and so you yeah. don't even, you don't need to know any, any of that. Uh, Maury. Spelling and grammar. Right. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm just answering truthfully. Yeah. And taking the meat out of a crab. When you're huh? at dinner and you use the, the, uh, and you use the, 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 I guess Fair the enough. cracker thing. Yeah. And then you have the long, the the skinny little forky thingy. Yeah, I can't. And and uh, Matthew's little brother showed me how to do it, and I still can't right. figure it out. What do you mean? Like I, I see people just suck it. Well, I guess you could try that. Yeah. 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 Crab. I don't like crab. Do you like crab? Uh, yeah, I don't mind but it. But when you do it, do you use the little forky thing or do you suck it? I see people suck it. For crab? No, I usually get it. I no, sorry. I don't have crab. No. No, you don't. Lobster I do. Yeah. But lobster, they bring it out for you. It's sure. like pretty much ready to go. Do you like lobster, go. though? I love lobster. You do, huh? I don't yeah. like lobster, even I, with the butter. No, I've never found it to be I've never found it to be something worth paying for. It's I a, don't mind crab, but I don't like putting in the work to get the crab out of the shell. Oh my I'd rather God. have it yeah. all like the crab meat mixed with something. Yeah. I went to one of those places. We were in, God, where were we? Maybe it was either Florida or like Carolina or something like that. And we went to one of those places on the water, like one of those restaurants on the water. Yeah. And you sit out and you're on this like big high picnic table and they just bring you like a massive bucket of crab. Right. And you're there with four of the people and like you get a bib and they cover, everything's covered in newspaper. And I had the best time of my life for the first 10 seconds, and then I hated every minute of it. Yeah, because it's just work. Oh, who wants to work that hard? And it doesn't even taste that good. Yeah. Like, it's not that great. It's tasteless meat. Yeah, same That's thing with lobster. Use butter, yeah. Lobster, to me, is just, it's so bland. And you pay so much. If you go anywhere in the world and you order something and you get the lobster side or the lobster edition, yeah. it's just as much as the entree. Yeah, Like, is. lobster is crazy oh, expensive. I love, it. I love it. You do, though, huh? Yeah, salt, you like pepper, lobster? And all that butter. Do you ever mm. make it at? You ever make it at home? Never made it at home. No. But Matthew no. makes it. Like we like we go buy a live lobster and you boil it up. Yeah, really. Yeah, a lot Jeez. of a lot of stores too will steam it for you. True that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Adding no. in one more thing. Yeah, driving a non-automatic car. Oh, that was one of mine too. Oh, driving the standard. Is that what it? Yeah, yeah. With yeah the clutch. Standard. Yeah, most people call it standard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 manual, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't no. work a clutch. I can't no. do that either. No, no. My buddy Ryan, I remember back in the day, tried to teach me. Went to a big open parking lot. Yeah, empty parking lot. I couldn't. I kept stalling. 
Really? Yeah, huh? I could never. I couldn't get it. And Have you ever driven since, a motorcycle? Nope. No. Yeah. No. You. You. It's easier to learn on a motorcycle. Because even why... that day, since that day when uh, he tried to teach me, I had just been discouraged ever since. I never tried it again. And that's never. why I'm never gonna have yeah. my dream car. Is because is... it only comes. Delorean only comes in the non-automatic. Uh no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I've driven a Delorean once. And it's, it can come. Yeah, DeLorean's yeah. are you can buy a manual DeLorean, absolutely, or, or, an, or an automatic DeLorean. Oh yeah. my God, this changes. Everything. So, Charmaine, you tried and you couldn't drive standard. No, like the hardest part is going from standing still to first. I find once you're in first, it's easier. But yeah, I always stalled it. Yeah, same. I found gear. that if you use the sound from your mouth, it helps you know when to clutch. <laughs> if, you, okay. if you're driving and you go. Or you can just use the sound of the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, how different is that from the engine that's making the same sound? Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much for your question, Charmaine. Thank you guys so much. Um, can I just ask Can I just ask one thing? Are you going to ask me who my favorite was? I, was, I swore to myself I wasn't going to ask that, but like now I, I am. <laughs> Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Okay. For fears of you hanging up on me before I can get my answer out, it was going to be Dammit Mori. But I know that that's not the question, so I have to answer between Roz and Mocha. And my answer is Roz. But that's only because she can't say Mori. No, no, no. I'm not giving you a reason <laughs> either because I don't want Mocha to troll you all day. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, listen, and I appreciate that because most times, uh, or very frequently, especially lately, I find that people will say me as their favorite um, only to troll me when asked why, where they find something like, because I'm grumpy too, or you remind me of my grandfather, or all of this stuff. <laughs> Um, which I straight up ammo for me. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which is not like, you're not actually, I'm not actually their favorite. They just like the opportunity to troll. So, uh, you can say that I'm your favorite and nobody will ask you why. But truthfully though, why? Like, is it because he reminds you of your dad or grandfather? No, no, no. I just, I think it's the same reason that everyone says, like, I just think the advice he gives is awesome and yeah. I'm, I'm stopping there because there's no trolling. Okay. No trolling with my answer. Yeah, wise answers. Like a grandpa. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you know one day you will be a grandfather? Yeah, hopefully. Uh, thank wait. you, Charmaine. Thank you, guys. All have right, a later. good one. Bye. Right. Bye. Uh, Kajiv says here, have you ever recorded yourself during the night to hear all the noises that you make when you sleep? Just the audio. Video recording is way too creepy. No. Try it if you haven't. You might be surprised. No. No, I haven't. Why would you do that? Maury? No, but I know that when I'm making sounds and stuff because Matthew will slug me. Like last mean? night, oh, I yeah, just found a sleep and, like yeah. and he's like literally sh- like slugs me. And yeah. I'm like, what's up? And he's like, you're breathing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're breathing? I, uh, I, went to school with a, I went to school with a guy when I was younger who um, if you ever had left like a cassette or something at his house or... He has to borrow one or whatever it was. Yeah. He would take your cassettes and he would stick toilet paper in the little things at the top so it could be recorded over. And he would take your cassette and at some point in the cassette, he would either record himself farting or or record himself, record himself um, like grunting and going number two or, or yeah, or record himself going pee. And uh, or he would stop it at a point in a song where you would get like 15 seconds of him singing that part of the song before it continued on back to the other part of the song. And then he would just give you back the cassette. And sometimes it would take you forever to find like to, no. to realize that he had that yeah, he had done that. That's a great troll job. Bro, it Hold was on. like it was awful. Let me see if you guys can hear this. My wife recorded me. I fell asleep on the couch one day. Yeah. This is you doing what? Sleeping? Yeah. Okay. 
He goes snoring. <laughs> yeah, it's a good snore. Yeah. Is that like a during the day nap kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, during good the day. Does Cruz deep, ever comment on that? Uh, no, he's never said anything about me snoring. No, <laughs> Not at all. No. no. The girls always do with me. As soon as I fall asleep, they'll both go, your breathing changed. <laughs> and I'm like, they're like, you're sleeping. I'm like, no, I'm not. Your breathing changed. We know. And I'm like, stop. Why do you know so much, man? <laughs> why, why do you know so much about my breathing? Yeah, right? It's not the guy sleep. Like, just let me sleep. He's got two jobs. Let me sleep. To provide oh, the roof that you both live that, under as that, well. That happened yesterday. I was, I was about to just like fade off beautifully. Yeah. Right, just like so, it was in the middle of the afternoon. The sun was coming in. I had a cat on my lap. I had a pillow behind my head. It was just awesome. And I just closed my eyes while we were watching the movie. And like Catherine hits my leg. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. She's like, are you sleeping? Because if you're <laughs> like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna fall asleep, like, why don't you just go to bed and have a nap? Like, why don't you just go to bed? And I'm like, well, what's wrong with here? Yeah. Like, I'm literally not bothering you guys in any way yeah. possible, right? And I'm like, how can you always tell so fast? Your breathing changes, we know. <laughs> so I don't know what that means, my breathing changes, but I imagine it sounds something like that. Uh, Connor says here, what is your favorite sandwich and how do you cook it? Mm. Mine is roast beef, cheese, tomato, onion, mayo, avocado on white bread, and then I throw it into the air fryer for crispy, melted perfection. That is beautiful sounding, man. That, sounds that like really a is. sandwich. Oh, uh, what is my favorite sandwich? I always gravitate towards veal, like a veal parm sandwich on the Kaiser, yeah. and then you get your cheese, you get your sweet peppers, you get your hot peppers, you, know you get your onions and your mushrooms. Oh, my favorite. That is my all-time favorite. Yeah, I don't. You know what's funny though is I always say like a veal sandwich, yeah. but I never put that in the actual sandwich category. If I'm thinking about sandwiches, what do you? I just I would just would never. To me, that's more in like the burger category. Really? Yeah, because it's like a like a chicken sandwich, right? Like a chicken sandwich to me, like a fried chicken sandwich, like yeah. a whatever, like a Mary Brown's or sure. or a Popeyes or whatever it is. Like to me, I know it's called a sandwich, but when somebody says, "What's your favorite sandwich?" I would never say one of those. Well, they're using a burger bun. Yeah, so, I would I would say something okay. that you would make mm. on like bread, regular bread, regular okay. bread. All right, let me think about that while you guys answer. So I man, there's a lot of sandwiches that I love. I could live on sandwiches. I really, really love a just like sliced chicken breast with bacon and lettuce, tomato, and mayo. Mm. Like I love that sort of club sandwich feel. Yeah. Um, just like lots of mayo, but I also love I love a tuna sandwich. I'll always have a tuna sandwich. I got no problems with tuna sandwich. Yeah. I stopped eating tuna sandwiches because I was trying to cut down on bread. And do you know what I started eating tuna with? What? So I make the tuna the way that I make the tuna. And then I get a bag of just I like um, like nacho chips. And I just oh. and I eat, and I just have the the tuna on the nacho chips with like a little fork. Yeah. And I just stick them on like it's a salsa almost, and it's so delicious. Flavored nacho chips? No, no, just regular, just regular, regular. Oh, nice. super salty. If you use the scoops. You could just scoop it. No, no. Honestly, the scoops. I'm not a fan of scoops. I think scoops taste different. Scoops Do don't taste yeah. different. I know. I know. Hmm. I think I I don't like scoops. I find scoops break easier. Yes. Right when yes. you're trying to get everything into into the little bowl there into the little cup. Yeah. I think just like the force of your hand reaching in. Yes. It just, yeah. Too and, also, and, and tuna doesn't lend itself to dipping. Oh yeah. Like, no, you no, you no, have no. to have a you have to have a fork. Yeah. What if you right? tried with non bread? Uh, no. I no. That's still. I'm just. It's still bread though. 
No, but if you like put it in the oven for a little bit, but it's still bread. You just said he's trying to stay away yeah. from bread. Like, <laughs> you named one thing that he's trying to stay away from. Yeah. What about a hot dog bun? <laughs> have you tried? Have you tried a hot dog bun? <laughs> have you tried Texas toast? Yeah. Te- <laughs> what about? Oh, oh, oh. What about garlic bread? <laughs> <laughs> what about a sourdough? Yeah. Color. <laughs> right. Okay. Don't no worry. Do you have um, a favorite sandwich? Well, I was gonna. I mean, I, my go-to is always tuna sandwiches. I love eating it in movie theaters. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Yeah, a tuna sandwich is perfect but, everywhere. But also, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, don't laugh at me, though. No. But cream cheese and smoked salmon. Oh my God! Here we go with the smoked salmon again. <laughs> get the drink. Go get the. Go get the blender. <laughs> no, no, don't bring that in. <laughs> get here. the blender. No, um, no, no, no. I, I also, you know what I do love, and I don't know if I put this in the sandwich category BLT? either. No, um, no, I, I like a breakfast sandwich. Mm-hmm. Like I like a fried egg, cheese, and Ooh. bacon. You know, see, I don't because like, I don't like when the egg makes the bread mushy. Are you crazy? Oh, that's the best part. That's the best part. Oh, man. You put like a like a sunny side up egg on there. Oh. That's the best part, man. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> peanut butter and jam, too. Never had one. You never had a peanut butter and jam sandwich? Nope. Okay, here's what's going to... Your whole life? No. Yeah? No. I never found not Portuguese no. butter and Portuguese jam. Would that change your, your thought? No. No. It's been too long. There's no point. Not now. even like... Having your your kid grow up in the house, like she never had peanut butter and jam, Rob, or you Rob, never made one for her. No, she's or... never had a peanut butter and jam sandwich either. What? No. How about Catherine? Um, I don't know. Maybe. I guess like if you didn't grow up having it, like why would you all of a sudden? We have peanut butter all the time, like pe- like to- toast and peanut butter. We have all the time, sure, right? Yeah. But not not a peanut butter and jam sandwich. But what happens never. when Roxy's then older and her like an older? What if happens when she's an older? <laughs> and her boyfriend or husband makes her peanut butter and jam, and she's like, "What's this?" And then she's mad at she you for never one. giving. Why she you knows what one story? is, right? Like. She knows what then one is. Then she calls is. you up and she's like, you ruined my childhood. No, 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 no. <laughs> she's never had, um, yeah, no, she's never had, because I've never had one. I'm, I'm, I'm not interested in it. I've never been interested oh. in Have you had jam? Yeah. Have you had peanut butter? Yes. Have you had them together? I literally just said. Just said. What do you think we're talking about here? Yeah. Okay, my favorite sandwich. Yeah, go. Here we go. <laughs> Plain white bread. Yeah. Peanut butter on one slice. Yeah. Nutella on the other slice. Oh, my God. And you slice up some bananas. Yeah. You put it. Or a banana, <laughs> and you put it in between the bread, really? squish that together. Oh, yeah. that really? is that's your so favorite. Good. You're putting that up. You're putting oh, that up against like man. a BLT. You're putting that up against a tuna sandwich, a grilled cheese sandwich. You're okay, going with on. you're going with peanut butter, Nutella, and Nana. I have another okay. one. Thanksgiving sandwich. Yeah, that's a good one too, though. Okay, if Turkey I had to rank everything. my okay that sandwich against a BLT, I pick. The Nutella banana peanut butter. Mm-hmm. No, I couldn't rank it against the grilled cheese. No, grilled cheese is too good. I'm, I'm with Maury. I'm with Maury. The thanks, the leftover yeah. Thanksgiving sandwich where I take two pieces of bread and I get the big long bread, right? Yeah. Like like big 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 and slices like of bread. Um, no, 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 just like bread, but long, like the Italian pieces of like that mm. round loaf. But I take the two from the middle. Yeah. And I toast it up, and then on one side I do mayo after it's toasted, yeah. And then on the other piece of bread I spread mashed potatoes, yeah. Right, and then I do stuffing on top of the mashed potatoes, yeah. And then turkey on top of the stuffing, and then the turkey goes against the mayo part on the bottom. You're missing cranberry. And then, and then I no, I don't eat cranberry. Oh, because the way I Too do is with cranberry, and it really Too does sweet. add. Too sweet, and then gravy, the gravy to dip. Oh, so good. Like a like a jus. 
Yo, little gravy so to dip. How has nobody mentioned egg salad sandwich? Because I don't like egg salad sandwiches. Yeah, no, I love eggs. It's weird. I love eggs. I I even like I like uh, what do you call them? What do you call them? boiled eggs? Yeah. Right. Even sliced in half, little salt and pepper on them. Yeah, Everything. Yeah. You take that and you put mayo or whatever the hell else you put in an egg salad sandwich, and you put it near me, and I want to throw up. Yeah. There's something about an egg salad sandwich that just really turns me off. But I love eggs in every other way. Huh. Every well, other I like way. a good egg salad sandwich. Yeah, no. Along with your smoked salmon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every week on Instagram at Kiss925 is where you will find Ask Razamoka. Load up that comment section with your questions, and we will try our best to get through as many as we can. This has been the Roz and Mocha. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss925. Kiss925.com. Or download the Kiss925 app.